Hey listeners, do you like reading? Of course you do. You're all smart people who like books and stuff. Do you like slashers? Well, obviously, why else would you be listening to this podcast? I mean, honestly. Well, this week's episode is sponsored by the best of both worlds. David Nora's upcoming novel, Slasher Crashers. When two teens, former friends turn bitter rivals, end up in the beef of a lifetime, they'll stop at nothing to one-up the other. What happens when a deranged lunatic escapes a local mental institution just in time to cross paths with these two former friends turned arch enemies? Well, I guess you're going to have to read to find out. We can tell you one thing, though. What happens is anything but ordinary. You can pre-order Slasher Crasher now on Amazon or over at blackrosewriting.com slash horror slash Slasher Crasher. And fans of the podcast can use discount code PREORDER2019 for a whopping 10% in savings. That's enough to buy yourself half a cup of coffee at Starbucks while you read Monsieur Norris new novel in your cozy own little corner of the store. What else are you going to do in there now that they've blocked porn? Exactly nothing. Time to start the show. This week, we're embracing our inner angsty youngsters and teleporting back to the end of the greatest decade in history, the 90s. Kill me. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. So your mother, she, she commented on our Facebook page. Apparently, she watched the fly with you while she was pregnant. Uh, you know, or, well, she watched pregnant. it by herself. Yeah, while, while she was pregnant with you, rather. <laughs> She's blaming that on all the reasons that you're who you are today. Did my mom say I was fucked up? Not fucked up. I don't know that she said you were fucked up. I think Unique. She, she just thinks you throw up on donuts. <laughs> Hello. You throw up on donuts? Yeah. Donuts oh, are my favorite food. <laughs> oh yep yeah you're a you that's why you were a unique child i i was a unique child i am a unique child <laughs> <sighs> well i got some big pens full of baking soda and caffeine pills guys let's tweak just let him i tweak. don't actually i, I thought... was like what, what? <laughs> guaranteed to jack you up yeah for sure dude <laughs> uh alex didn't you mention like two weeks ago that you uh didn't know who famke jensen was Yes. I don't know how you but don't know this movie. I know her face. I don't know what her name is. Uh, Does that make sense? If I saw her, because she's from X-Men. Yes. If I saw her, I would be like, oh, I recognize her face, but I had no idea what her name was. Fair enough. I'm not great mm. with names. I barely remember your name. That's true. You do barely who remember do you? Who do you? Who <laughs> you? New phone, uh, who this? New phone, who this? Yeah. That's my go-to for sure. You do use that a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's just the right amount of insulting. <laughs> you know? Hey, everybody. As always, I'm Palmer. I'm joined by two of my good friends, Alex and Sam. Don't let them tell you that they're not my good friends because uh, they don't actually hate me. New phone. Who dis? <laughs> I'm just going to hang gracious. out with my cat. Alex, I can think of 90, 93 reasons why you don't actually hate me. Actually, 94 now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's 94 steps closer to why she hates I you. I don't even like you. No. No. This is a podcast of peace, goddamn. <laughs> you're trying to be so peaceful now, and it's really jarring. Oh. I don't like it. Uh, none of that's important, though, because we're here to talk to you about something very important this week. Aliens and our drinking water. Mm-hmm, 
here's a few signs that your town might be a target. One, it's in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Two, your high school football coach is suddenly even more creepy. Three, your nerdy, insecure teacher that everyone thinks is kind of hot suddenly develops a spine and takes her glasses off like she's stuck in an 80s film trope. Okay. Oh, like a white snake video? Yes. She climbs on the table in her jean jacket and starts waving her hair around? <laughs> Pretty much, Does yeah. it have Or tells to... you that she's going to put her foot so far up your ass, you can suck her on her toes. <laughs> Does that only count for women teachers? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I, that's the 80s trope, right? When was... When... Yeah. I guess men teachers don't get sexier. Nah. We start <laughs> sexy. We only ripen with age. Is it before... <laughs> Do, does it? Do they have elbow patches, or do they have to tear them off? Is that how they get sexy? Oh, the men teachers, mm-hmm. they just give them. They tear off the elbow patches. I don't know. I know some people that are very attracted to those elbow patches. So do I. Those twin, those tweed jackets. Tweed jackets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> number four is though. <laughs> John Stewart is your science teacher. Uh, number five, your dad takes away your porn. Fucking asshole. And Shane McGavin. Right. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> I was like, hey, shoot it. It's not that he just takes away your porn. It's not like he presses a button and blocks your access to the internet. No. He lifts up your mattress and takes it out from under there. After after your mom tells him where it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When your parents know where your porn stash is and then they take it from you. What what bullies, dude? Honestly. Honestly. Uh, Number six, a pretty blonde girl with a large forehead from Atlanta with strangely more (laughs) rural accent than, than where she comes from suddenly shows up to your town and befriends the local goth lesbian. Mm-hmm. Number seven, the high school bad boy calls himself a conundrum while looking into a <laughs> microscope. If you inquire, uh, encounter any of those, any I mean, of those things, was it conundrum? Yeah, yeah. He called himself a conundrum I mean, as he leaned over into the microphone. I don't know about into the microscope. <laughs> the microphone. I don't know about you guys, but that sounds like a pretty normal high school day for for me. So there's aliens in your drinking water, right? So you're probably an alien right now. Maybe. Which explains a lot. You know what else would probably uh you <laughs> know what else would probably drugs. lead to it? <laughs> if that? everybody in your high school was over the age of twenty one. Mm, yeah, that's mm. right. They did not look like high school kids. <laughs> Except for Elijah Wood. Except yeah. for Elijah Wood. Who, who looked who, like he should still be in middle school. And I think he was one of the older ones. <laughs> <laughs> he did he was like he apparently what he was told to like go try out for Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. He while met, he was doing this. He, right? I don't remember who it was. He met on set here, but that's kind of mm-hmm. how he wound up going to Lord of the Rings. They're like, uh, you should try out for that. And he was like, I've never read the books. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he read the books and then he tried out. Yep. So mm-hmm. if any of these things are happening, examine your surroundings closely. Find the nearest diuretic you can. Might I suggest Tide Pods, not the liquid kind, the kind <laughs> with powder. The ones that don't look like candy. Mm. Pop when's- that some bitch open and start sniffing it. It's the only way to save yourself. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a podcast host. <laughs> Is that what we should do to test to make sure that one another are not? I mean, I've got some. Well, they're some- not Tide Pods. They're the um, Tide Bricks. No, the dishwasher. Oh version. yeah, the little dishwasher pods. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got some all of right. those. I we can't all have to snort them. I can't because I'm pregnant. But you guys uh, go ahead. That's like saying you've got asthma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic. Yeah, I'm allergic. Uh, how you guys doing this evening? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. There. Hanging in there. How you doing? Well. Yeah. I. You know. What I really want. I really want a fucking Red Bull. It doesn't even need to have vodka in it. I just <laughs> want a Red Bull. <laughs> I feel like that would put me in a good place. <laughs> we've been talking about Kelly's pregnancy plan because we've been doing those classes lately. Okay. Yeah. And so she's like, I don't really care. Like what? is going on 
during labor. It's what's going to happen after labor that mm-hmm. I won't that I'm carry that I, that she cares about. She wants me to have like a bento box ready for her. Okay, like a su- <laughs> like a sushi one. Yeah, and like a fucking cold cut sandwich. She just wants literally everything she's not allowed to have. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Just at the ready. And so for you, the reason I bring that up is I just imagine that there's just going to be a gallon of Red Bull and yep. a liter of vodka. Yep. And I already have probably someone. like everything else that you haven't <laughs> been able to have. I have someone bringing me a swell bottle full of wine. There you go. There you go. That won't go poorly with the painkillers. Fucking priorities. <laughs> uh, this week, this week, our podcast listeners are in for a treat. I, uh. Bought myself a $3 bottle of wine. Oh, God, it's disgusting. To see what a $3 bottle of wine would taste like. It smells horrible. You know what, actually, what I like about your $3 bottle of wine is to keep with the the cheap motif. Mm. The label looks like one of those spirograph drawings um, that you pick up at a thrift store. Yeah. So they just really, they went all out on the $3. We're going to keep everything. We're going to keep the cost down. And we're also going to... Uh, put corks in there that you can't actually take out. You just shove it into the bottle and call it a day. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The so Bobo I tried to, cork. <laughs> I tried to take the cork out. Uh, you know, using a corker taker outer thingy, and <laughs> it uh, ended up just pushing the cork in. So that's the sign of a great bottle of wine, right <laughs> off the bat. Everyone knows that. Uh, it has made its rounds between Sam and I, and it mm-hmm. tastes more of. Vinegar. Mm-hmm. All right, it's been a while since I had a anything. sip. Let me let me let me get another sip because the first the first taste when it first hits you isn't it's terrible good for a second, and, and then, then it, it, it lingers and feels like it's trying to kill you from the inside. It's really the burning aftertaste that makes me question what's what's in this. Like I was, uh, we were joking around. This wine's from California. I was like, I'm pretty sure there are laws <laughs> in California that would prevent you from making this wine. Like I, I, it would be up there with like Roundup that you have to, <laughs> this product may cause cancer yeah, if you, on if, the bottle. <laughs> if you give it enough time between sips, that first sip is, again, is not terrible no. until it sits with you. And then it kind of feels like what's happening to the aliens when they get some scat. Is that what they call it? Scat? Yeah, scat. Yeah, that's, that's called right. scat. Guaranteed to jack you up. Um, it's really hard to taste what's in this one. Oh, I should probably mention what this wine is called, huh? It's called <laughs> I don't know, Looking, should it's, you? <laughs> it's called Looking Glass. Uh, it's a Merlot from California. It's, uh, I don't see a year on it at all. Hints of vinegar and yes. pork. I would describe it as, uh, uh, berry forward <laughs> with, with, like, a cleaning product aftertaste. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty much the best description I can give. Uh, what those berries are, I don't know, because it, it really just lingers for, for a brief moment before the, the aftertaste starts to kick in. Um, I'm sure there's going to be one of you guys that writes in saying, oh, looking glass isn't that bad, but I am not impressed. Maybe it's just that sledgehammer spoiled me. This is what happens when you don't make wine for men. <laughs> this is this is it. Right so here. if sledgehammer is wine for men, then looking glass is wine for whom? Jam. For <laughs> for for people that are that Need are very clean. sad. Need to clean their coffee filter. Their no, coffee just pots. people that are so used to the smell of cleaning products that they can't consume anything that doesn't taste like it. I think it's for people that have begun the do- downward spiral, like you're, into alcoholism. Yeah, maybe? so you're like, well, no, two bottles of that like, leads you straight to a bottle of Cisco. Well, it's just here, it's, here. it's one of those. All right, you go and you pick this up because you're you're too self conscious still to like buy a 
box wine. Okay. So you go and you get this because it's like the step beforehand, right? And then uh, there's and then, some box wine that is way better. Oh, I'm than sure. That. There's a I'm lot sure. of box, <laughs> most box wine is better than that. I'm sure, except for that Nazi wine. But then mm-hmm. you finally accept it, and then you show up in the grocery store and buy 20 boxes of Francia because it's on sale. <laughs> I feel like the next step is those jugs of wine. You know what I mean? Like the those oh, that are on the bottom, dude. bottom shelf. <laughs> Not Boone, even Boone's those farm? are $3. Yeah. They have like a... Right, that's Boone's Farm, right? Sangria. No. They have like different Does, Doesn't Boone's Farm come in the big fucking jugs? Mm. No, I thought Boone's Farm comes in a regular bottle. Maybe. It's all. I know what you're talking about. It's always near the Boone's Farm. If yeah, it's not but it's farm. on the right by the floor. Yeah. Have you looked up what's in this thing? No. No? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm giving no attention to this wine. Really, like I said, it's just there's a lot of berry. I don't know. Is it the Cab Sav? There's re- no, uh, it's no, the it's Merlot. Merlot. Uh, there's Merlot. not a whole lot in terms of tannins that I'm tasting. <laughs> How's the mouthfeel? The mouthfeel is uh, limited. Uh, it's, <laughs> Delusional. Right. it's burning. It's <laughs> so this, this, this wine on Vivino.com has a 3.3 out of 5. Uh, that seems generous. Yeah, out of 136 ratings. Okay. Um, it's Probably because of the price. Probably. Someone says it's ruby red with a twinge of light brown. Alcoholic bouquet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Purple grape. That's usually what happens when you make your wine in a fucking toilet. Cherry, <laughs> vanilla, oak, sharpie, and pen ink. What's the <laughs> Palmer, did you write a review for this before coming over here? Kinda. <laughs> I thought I'd pop it up there and throw, throw my feelings. I did it. I didn't want to tell you guys, but I did get the two for two for six special that they had at Walgreens, or two for five or whatever it was. I think this is only available at Walgreens. <laughs> this is a Walgreens exclusive. Yeah, I uh, was was trying to find a place to stop for a bottle of wine, but I was also really hungry, so I, I went to Walgreens. Because that satisfied both of my urges. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's a, there's a Panda Express right by the Walgreens, so I figured it was the the best place to stop. Uh, I and I can't I can't leave you fine listeners without a bottle of wine. There were there were far too many weeks, and they were dark and full of full of sadness. <laughs> without my wine, I have to bring it back. Apparently, well, you chose poorly. I did. I did. Did and they I, not have more expensive wine there? They did. I just wanted okay. to see what a $3 <laughs> bottle of wine tastes like. Okay. So you did this He's to pushed the $10 yes. limit. He's gotten bottles that are normally more than $10, but he's gotten them on sale, so it counts. Yep. So now he wants to see what the other end of that yeah, spectrum is. Yeah, I got to see what the low end and, of the spectrum is. And I'm is. not trying to say that I'm against a $3, bottle, a $3 bottle of wine, because Trader Joe's has some yeah. good ones. That is just not one of yeah, them. Yeah, that is definitely not one I think one if you're going to go also for a $3 bottle, you're better off with a white. Okay. It'd be in my probably opinion, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like uh, you can get away with more mm-hmm. with a white wine than you can with a red Absolutely. when it's at that price. Well, point. and then you also chill it, right? So it kind of dilutes the the taste a little bit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I have made it about halfway through the bottle, though. So, so I guess it's not that bad. Mm. We'll see how I feel about it at the end of the podcast. He's gonna vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> um, you guys ready to head up some lines of horror? Yep. Oh wait, 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 oh, wait, no, no, wait, no. wait, 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 oh, wait. No. TV man. TV man. Oh yes. It's a it's a local. We man. made it. We made the national spotlight. Hooray, hooray. <laughs> I actually saw this in the in Waypo. Yeah, hey, there um, you go. Like a handful of other fucking Ice T tweeted about it. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Um, he th- he said something along the lines. I thought I, I thought I had seen it all. Well, apparently this happened last year too. 
Oh, really? This on is a, the second time it's happened? This is the second time it's happened. And last last year when this happened, it was in Glen Allen. So this time it was limited just to Henrico. Right. Uh, and it wasn't as big a scale last year. They only did like 20 TVs. Right. This uh, was 60, right? Some, yeah, somewhere in the neighborhood of 60 TVs. Uh, and they said there's two people that were caught on ring uh, wearing jumpsuits and TVs on their head. Oh, so it is multiple people because I'd only ever seen the one ring video. So Yeah, so the one ring video has the guy in the blue jumpsuit with the TV on his head. Right. And then there are uh, reports that, uh, like eyewitness reports, that there was a second person, same look, just a white jumpsuit instead of a blue jumpsuit. And this started. This was between the hours of, what, 3 and 5 a.m. or something? Yeah, which is why there had to be multiple people because there's no way you can dump 60 TVs and get them placed on people's doorsteps facing their front door. Just by yourself. And yeah, so somebody would be so driving the car. I feel like yeah. it's like the postal service. You know, somebody's yeah. driving the car down slowly down the road. You're just grab, walking up, grabbing another TV. So what you're saying, for the people who are not familiar, is that a person in a jumpsuit with a TV on their head is walking up onto people's porches and dropping TVs? Not off? dropping. T- well, yeah, dropping TV. They're, they're, they're just placing, placing the TVs them. where the screen is facing the door. Okay. Yes. And the t- are the TVs on? No, no. And they're they're, they're not sold, just like, like tube TVs. Yeah, they're old tube TVs. So these like even the small ones are like seventy fucking pounds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and this is happening in Virginia. Yes. Happened, yeah. Happened in Henrico. In Henrico, which and, is a suburb of. Virginia. And the police rented, if yes. I remember correctly, they rented a U-Haul <laughs> and went around the neighborhoods and just collected all the TVs and took them to like a. a uh, like a TV recycler person. Well, apparently the police are actually trying to find him this time. They're saying that they can press criminal charges. Well, so the last thing I'm that I read... Like, what the fuck, man? The la- it's just a joke. Get well, over the, it. The last thing I read said they weren't going to. Okay. Uh, and that if the they... The NPR report I listened to said said that they were like... I'm sorry, did you just say the NPR report? Yeah, NPR talked about this. <laughs> well, yeah, so I mean, I've, I've seen a couple of different reports, and one said that the only things they could be charged with are trespassing um, and like illegal disposal of something it, it's like a fancy kind of littering for electronics i don't know mm. um yeah so that's like, it yeah yeah there's yeah. like that so the like passing and there were like right? two or three things that they could be charged with but mm-hmm. they're all misdemeanors okay and then of course restitution for the amount of money the county had to spend on renting the truck and paying the cops to go around for six hours on a and Sunday or whatever, and collect these TVs. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? In the grand scheme of things, I love this as like some silly, non-threatening, jokey kind of hokey news. Except yeah. it's like some cult shit, dude. Like wearing a TV on your head. What if this is like the yeah, beginning man. of the void, dude? <gasps> I mean, it's, Lovecraftian. It's kind of spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's number one. Count them, Alex. <laughs> I don't I know if you guys do. are aware, but the alien in this movie has tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some horror headlines. Headlines. Now that Alex is sufficiently depressed. <laughs> let's let's talk about the horror box office. Uh, we're keeping it short and sweet this week because uh, there's really only one thing to talk about. Oh, shit. Uh, Andre Overdahl's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark has zoomed past projections and hit a solid $20.8 million its opening weekend. Wow. Uh, the film's budget was reported twenty, reportedly $28 million in total, so it's got a long ways to go to be considered a profit, but it's off to a strong start, especially considering its opening weekend projections sat at uh, uh, more at the realm of $17 million. 
So it did better than, than a lot of people thought, apparently. I'd like to wake up on a Monday morning and find an extra $4 million in my pocket. It would right. be nice, right? <laughs> It'd be pretty glorious, like, actually. Oh, I wasn't expecting this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. Oh. Uh, oh. The second we drop off is probably going to hit this one just as it does all films. But I feel like if this movie has any sort of legs internationally, it'll do just fine. Um, none of us have seen it, right? No, I've not seen it. I have no? not seen it. I got my ticket for Saturday. You guys want to come? Um, I'm busy. Okay. I think I'm busy as well. Well, I'm going by myself. Well, what? Jacob, come with me. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Hit me up on Twitter. Let's go see a movie. All right. Uh, next up, Universal's packing up its guns. Hashtag canceled. Yep. Uh, after the recent mass shootings left the U.S. reeling once again, Universal has decided to pack up its upcoming horror film, The Hunt, due to audience backlash and tweets from POTUS himself. <laughs> that's right, the president. I feel like that's probably got more to do with it than the shootings themselves. Uh, no, I guarantee you there's a lot. Of, the backlash is pretty immense for it, too. Hmm. Um, back, a lot of backlash from the right. Well, that was tied more towards the, the marketing campaign than anything else. It was, but a lot of them, like, it, it, they, they coupled it with that to yeah. kind of go with it. And I mean, I, I mean, I guess I get it. It's satire, you fucking pussies. Yeah, I don't know, but free that's, Betty. That's Hashtag right. free Betty. <laughs> the president is commenting on his own wife. Well, no, you know what I found really funny about it is that like uh, the start of of Glow. Spoiler alert mm-hmm. has to do with the fact that the cast is reeling after a national tragedy yeah. and then another movie that she's in actually in real yes. life yeah. <laughs> is canceled because of a national tragedy. <laughs> uh, anyways, the president's commenting his opinions on liberals and violence in films rather than attempting to run the country. What a guy. Anyways, the film is slated to come out in just a, just a couple weeks, but as of right now, there is no word on a release date or if Universal will even release the film in theaters anymore. Uh, Universal released a public statement saying, while Universal Pictures had already paused the marketing campaign for The Hunt, after thoughtful consideration, the studio has decided to cancel our plans to release the film. We stand by our filmmakers and continue to distribute the film in partnership with Bold and Visionary... Er, Continue to st- distribute films in partnership with bold and visionary creators like those associated with this satiri- satirical social thr- thriller. Um, latest rumors I could find were talking about it being a digital-only release, hmm. but there's no confirmation of that either. They also say that this might go... Uh, Comcast has a new streaming service coming around or yeah, something. Yeah, because that's what we need, more streaming services. I also <sighs> heard that it kind of maybe really sucked bad and they're just using this as a way to not have to... <laughs> Maybe. Just I don't know. The trailers, like, the trailer looked pretty good. I know. That was, that was pretty stoked I agree. On this. I agree. This is just conspiracy that I'm hearing. Uh, I mean, everything nowadays gets buttoned up into a nice conspiracy theory. You guys mm-hmm. want to talk conspiracies? Nope. All right. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Uh, the Hunt was directed by Craig Zoibel. Uh, oh, by Craig Zoibel. Zoibel. Uh, what? How, why not Zoibel? <laughs> why not Zoibel? <laughs> it was about 12 rural strangers who wake up with no concept of where they are, but soon realize that they're being viciously hunted uh, by liberals. <laughs> Wasn't one of the people in the trailer from Orlando, though? Is it really rural? I don't know. Parts of Orlando are very yeah, rural. Definitely. Are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You ever been to Florida? It's swampland. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's just It's been a long time since I've been down I there. I would actually, I would probably say that the panhandle part of Florida is mostly, like, rural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All you have to do is drive. Yeah, all you have to do is drive like 30, yeah, 30 45 from- minutes away from Orlando, and it's it's 
rural as fuck, dude. But are you still in Orlando at that point? I mean, you, you're Orlando or are you just close adjacent? enough where you say that you're from Orlando? Yeah, that's probably more what it is. It's like when people are from Fredericksburg, just say they're from they D.C. They're to from anyway. D.C., yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Um, anyways, still bummed out. Was Hashtag really free Betty. This one. Mm. Yeah, we should start that campaign, dude. Just start tweeting every, going to. every week until it to. happens. <laughs> Um, speaking, speaking of, of streaming, yeah. yeah. God damn it. And Jinx. Okay, you two. <laughs> Calm down. Did you read my notes, Sam? No, I think <laughs> we just have the same ones about this. Apparently. Uh, full Moon Pictures wants you to pay six ninety nine for its full catalog of content, all streaming to your heart's content. No. On, on one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. No. Well, we, we know where you stand on that. Uh, no. On one hand, considering their backlog and the sheer amount of stuff that they've already got planned coming down the pipeline, it is an incredibly good deal. Like, are you going to do 200 it? movies on it? Are or you going to do it? Because uh, the, aren't they talking about doing all like a whole bunch of different Giallo movies? Yeah. Well, they have like a shitload of fucking st- like they have a ton of stuff. They have a ton of films, man. Yeah. There's like 200 or I, something in their catalog. Plus, they're going to be doing like exclusive stuff. I don't think so. I, I can't. Br- I can't bring myself. Yeah, they are. They've got like six movies planned. For- oh, you don't think you're going to bu- pay? F- you don't think you're gonna get it? Oh yeah, I don't think, and not not now at least. These, I'd have like, to cancel something before I'd get think about getting this. Plus, I feel like half these Giallo movies that they're mentioning you can get on Amazon Prime for free. Yeah, yeah. or like Shutter. Yeah, but that's what, what the concern is, right? Like so if they, they if they release the streaming service, are they gonna pull all that shit from Amazon oh, and Shutter? Oh, well, that would be probably because isn't that like Disney did that? Yep. Right. They, well, they're getting ready to do uh, that. Yeah. Although they just yeah. released another Marvel movie on Netflix, so I don't know what the fuck they're planning <laughs> to do. Yeah. But here you can watch Evil Bong. That's true. <laughs> Parts one through six, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do you think that these companies are doing this because like they're not getting enough money from the other streaming services well, for licensing out their stuff? Everybody wants a little piece. Because like ob- piece. obviously, make, like you can always make more money doing it yourself. Right, but like obviously, Full Moon's getting paid for their stuff that's on these other right. services. But you think that it's just like they don't get enough so well, we're going to do it ourselves i don't know what their like business like i don't know what netflix's business model is right like does nobody it work knows. like spotify does no, it work nobody like... knows any of the behind the scenes stuff with netflix cuz they don't release yeah, they any don't of have that NDAs information and stuff, yeah. i'm sure when they sign but like that's the thing right like if it's like spotify then no they're not getting paid shit right if it's like a lump sum at the at the front then maybe they're just like hey we can make more well, money no, we do it ourselves no cuz like with spotify it's the artists that aren't getting paid the the labels are still getting their cut. But I thought it was like based on plays. So like even the labels only get like a trickle. Yeah, but they get a it's a much bigger trickle for them than it is for the actual. Well, yeah, because they have like everything in their wheelhouse, right? But like Because the lab but the labels also get paid like contractually every year. Like based oh, on I that contract. Because yeah, because it brings like you have to the label gets paid for the, the like bringing the catalog on board. Uh, so I, I imagine with a lot of the streaming services, these studios are getting paid to like provide their films to these various services. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe full moon's just like, yeah, we're, we could make more money if we did it ourselves. Yeah. I imagine that's probably what it is. Right. And these days it doesn't cost a lot to get server like shit. The, the amount of stuff that you can host on a server for free yeah. these days. Yeah. And that's I mean, just crazy. Even not for free. Just go to fucking Amazon. You, you pull your stuff off a of Prime, and then you just spin up a bunch of Amazon web servers and call it a day. Yeah, yeah, right. Or just like do the same thing with Google. I don't know. It just, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> the the price the the. I guess that's really what the big part is, right? At one point in time, there was a cost that came with hosting all this stuff on servers and hosting it on databases. And now there's so many damn server farms out there that are so cheap. Yeah. 
it doesn't like it doesn't matter. You can just store tons of shit. I just and it won't fucking matter anymore. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how they'd expect people to like and like in the grand scheme of things, sixty bucks a year is not a lot of money. That's like that's a lot cheaper yeah. than Netflix. It's a lot cheaper than Prime. But it's really you know two hundred plus. It's movies. in the same realm as Shutter though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I, I think that's like I don't know. That's just where my loyalty lies. Absolutely. But like Shutter is more established, has exclusives that come out fairly regularly now. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And are getting all sorts of content. And maybe you know, if this actually works for Full Moon a couple years down the road, maybe they'll be get there. But yeah, I don't know how you you know really going to convince people to pay sixty bucks for what they have now. Like I said, their catalog is massive. There's some stuff on there that I wouldn't mind. That I wouldn't mind. Part of me was like, oh, I could just sign up for the seven day free trial real quick mm-hmm. and just, just watch a shitload of yeah. stuff because I'm taking off the end of the that's true the end of the month for we like have that on one screen while on the other and just 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 doing nothing but that, dude. <laughs> I might I'm that's might. gonna cut into your tool time though. Oh, you're right. I gotta stream the new tool album nonstop while I play WoW Classic <laughs> because I'm back in 2005 apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cannot tell you how, how fucking much I am looking forward to that. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. You can check it out over at fullmoonfeatures.com um, and see for yourself if it's something you're you're interested in signing up on. If you are a listener of this cast, I will say we provide you with free content every week. If you want to share your account with us, yeah. uh, we, we, we would love that. Yeah. Thank you. You just give it to one of us. Yeah, exactly. We, won't, we won't share it. And I promise all three of us won't use it. Not at the same time. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Give it to me. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got some video game news. Uh, it's been a while since we've talked about anything games related. We had a few things slated a couple weeks back about QuakeCon, but it kind of got thrown under the wayside because we were late releasing an episode after Scares the Care. Uh, but now we've got a bit of interesting news. Deep Silver has once again transitioned studios regarding their upcoming title, Dead Island 2. Fans might remember the awesome trailer that was released when the game was announced initially back in fucking 2014. I thought this game had come out like no. three years ago. <laughs> no. Back in 2014. Dude, that trailer in 2014 was fucking dope. Yeah. It was a great trailer. And I thought this game came out years ago. No, it's been rather quiet since uh, since then. We've only had one like what one bit of news regarding the title. Deep Silver was acquired by THQ Nordic early last year, so the game now sits in the hands of Dambuster Studios, a splinter of Crytek that only has one mediocre title to its name, Homefront Revolution. Uh, so we'll see if this game ever has a chance to see the light of day. I and was this is the fourth, fourth developer that's worked on it, right? Third, third, I think. Um, We'll see if this chance or has a chance to ever hit the light of day. So what comes out first, this or uh, Dying Light Two? Dying Light Two for sure. All right. Well, I think then... I think they're I think they're really pushing to have it out by the end of the year. Perfect. So this game's already dead. Yeah. Right. Just That's stay the other on, thing though. Like stay on your island, Dead uh, with, Island. With too. that with that coming out, and as much as I enjoyed the first one, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to have like an interest in this. Well, a lot of the reviews out. or a lot of the articles I was reading about this um, that I was like kind of clicking through just to figure out why I thought this game had come out years ago. Mm-hmm. All of the comments were talking about Dying Light 2. Mm. Yeah. And we're just like, yeah, Dying Light 2 comes out before this. Nobody cares about this game. Yeah. Dying Light 2 looks great. Can't wait for that to come out. Uh, finally, some home video news. <laughs> the recent Child's Play. I, I always like am, am hesitant to talk about video game stuff because you just get so quiet and just <laughs> uh, like your eyes glaze over. I legit yawn right there. <laughs> this is where Ben has to dial in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
The recent Child's Play reboot is, has a release date, and it's right around the corner. Uh, looks like horror fans that missed this in theaters, us included, will finally be able to check this out just in time for Halloween season. Uh, it's coming to digital September 10th and Blu-ray slash DVD September 24th. The film will have the following bonus features. Uh, the making of Child's Play, bringing Child's Play Chucky to life. A soundtrack trailer, because that's, that's a weird. bonus feature for some reason. Uh, Lee, Lee Hardcastle's Claymations, including Toy Massacre and AI Mayhem. Good names for those two. Yep. yep. Uh, theatrical trailer and uh, gallery. So it's None kinda... of those are creative names. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that, like, I. there's got to be more bonus features, right? No, nah, that sounds about right for a normal mainstream release. Hmm. It's Maybe not like later. a special edition or yeah, anything. Yeah, that's true. 30, give it 30 years in a collector's edition. Give it through. Then we'll have an interview with Mark Hamill. Yep. Sports, Guess he's going to be alive in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How old is Mark Hamill, you think? 60? He's... How old was Carrie Fisher when she died? She was about 60, 60? right? Yeah, so he's got to be... A, a, Probably about, yeah, I guess about the same age. It's amazing. We all have laptops in front of us and none of us thought to go to Google real quick. Well, I Mm. didn't know it. I didn't know that I cared. He is 67 (laughs) years old. Oh, wow. So he's closer to 70. Yeah. Technically, I guess in 30 years, he'd be 97. He could still be alive. People live. I saw this YouTube video a little while ago. This lady was 105. Yeah. Does she, is she one of those people? I feel like every 100, 100 plus year old, uh, Credits their ability to live long mm-hmm. to like that to one smoking, t- or no. to like those two weird things that they eat Doctor, every day. Like a Dr. Pepper. Yeah, like yeah. I have two Dr. Peppers every day. No, yeah. this lady. I don't have any teeth, but I'm still alive. <laughs> this lady credited the um, the Lord. Oh, okay. Ah, that's a good one. Real original. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna uh, put me in the next Bible. <laughs> I am excited to give this give this one a chance. As, as unnecessary as it may be, uh, it, it did look like a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. it did. And it uh, sounded like a lot of fun. It sure did. Yeah, yeah for sure. It smelled like a lot of fun. It's, it, um... <laughs> <laughs> sure. All the senses were telling me that it was going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Sam, you got anything for us? I do. We got, we got some new stuff coming out. Are there porn parodies? Not that I saw. Is it because mm. your dad took them away? Is it because you can't watch him in Starbucks anymore? Um, it's more that than the other. <laughs> uh, well, that's a good thing. You don't have to worry about aliens or water yet. Not yet. Not yet. All right. Let's get her now, Slangmon. All right. So we got a few things on here this week that we've talked about before and a couple of ones that we haven't. So kicking it off. Came out on the 13th, which uh, was Wednesday, Tuesday, what Tuesday. What was that? <laughs> Are you making like, is that your pig impression? <laughs> that was the pig. <laughs> Alex Pardon is currently me, watching Odd Animal Couplings. Yeah, Mark Hamill apparently posted some cute picture of a dog and a pig together. And it's she's, amazing the, the, she's... Ra- the rabbit holes we go down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this one came out on the 13th from Blue Ribbon Content on digital. We talked about this one before. The Banana Splits. A boy named Harley and his family attend a taping of the Banana Splits TV show, which is supposed to be a fun-filled birthday for young Harley and business as usual for Rebecca, the producer of the series. But things take an unexpected turn and the body count quickly rises. Can Mm -hmm. Harley, his mom, and their new pals safely escape? I don't know. I don't know. Can they? I don't know. It's a... (laughs) All right, Dad, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I realized? I don't like the name Rebecca. 
No? no. You know what I found out the other day? What I was, was looking that? at the. Uh, so you baby, also don't like the name Rebecca. <laughs> baby List released a list of the top 10 names of uh-huh. 20 uh, babies born in 2019. Uh-huh. How many of them guess were what, from Game of Thrones? Guess what two names are on that I top know, 10 list? I know both of our names. I saw that email. <laughs> really? What? Yeah. What? I know, right? Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, both of our names are the top two, top are in the top 10 names for kids this year. Why? I don't know. I guess it were more. I've, I opened it up as a joke. I was like, I looked at Kelly when I opened it up at like seven a.m. this morning, uh-huh. and I was like, I was like, watch Atticus be on there. Fucking sure as hell. <laughs> yep. Fucking Silas right before it. I'm gonna have to look that up. That's crazy. Yep. Apparently, we're more. Uh, you know, we we noticed it more than we. It's this kind did. of shit that really makes me wonder, like, how connected humanity really is. No, man, this is like, this is why mind. we've all been dead since 2012. We're living in a simulation. I'll be honest. I didn't tell Ben because he really doesn't like popular names. <laughs> 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 I haven't told him yet. Too late, some bitch. <laughs> Speaking of things that probably aren't popular. Next up on this list is 47 meters down uncaged. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. That's a movie. Yeah, it is. Comes Apparently out on it's the 60s. Mutant sharks. Mutants? Yeah, they like can't see. Apparently, like there's oh, a bunch yeah. of like sharks like trapped like something like underground or not underground under the ocean like in this like. It did look like they were area. inside a boat That's or a ship in, or something in yeah. caves. That's what yeah, you're talking caves, about. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're uh, descent sharks. Oh, like hmm. they can't see at all. Yeah, they're like blind or some they shit. Just sniff shit out. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most sharks just kind of sniff shit out anyway. Yeah, that's true. They don't have great eyesight <clears throat> to begin with. But this one comes out on Friday the 16th from Get out the... Get here with your science. <laughs> in theaters brought to you by way of the Fizz Facility is the name of the studio here. This film will tell the story of four teens diving in a ruined underwater city who quickly find themselves in a watery hell as their adventure turns to horror when they learn they are not alone in the submerged caves. I feel as... like that should have been said by like Willem Dafoe in that lighthouse trailer. <laughs> it's a watery hell. Watery, a watery hell. hell. <laughs> uh, as they swim deeper into the claustrophobic labyrinth of caves, they enter the territory of the deadliest shark species in the ocean. Which is probably these blind, weird mutant sharks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen the first one. My wife is definitely going to make me see this one. There's been this guy. Uh, I can't remember his name. But he's been reviewing movies lately on Bloody Disgusting. Mm-hmm. And he gave Once Upon a Time in Hollywood like one fucking skull out of five skulls on oh, Bloody really? Disgusting. And ever since that point, like people that read the site have have been reading his reviews just to shit on this kid. <laughs> of course. And so he gave this movie like three skulls or something out of five. And the, of course, the comments were just like. Once upon a time in Hollywood, got one skull. Uh huh. And, this and you just three. gave this three fucking. <laughs> Is he purposely giving them wax gar- like wax gores to piss are, people, people off? People are starting to get like really convinced that he's okay. just he's just, just trolling people. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. I think he is, and I I applaud you for it, sir. I think his, his name is like William Bradley or something like that. <laughs> Do what makes you happy, Mister yeah. Bradley. Yeah. Next up on the sixteenth from Japan, brought stateside from Welgo, USA. With a limited release uh, on the 16th and a full digital release later this year, Divine Fury. After losing his father at a young age in a terrible accident, Young Hu abandons his Christian faith and chooses only to believe in himself. Now as an adult, he's a champion fighter and has everything he's ever wanted until a mysterious wound appears on the palms of his hands. He solicits help from the local priest Father An, hoping the priest can help relieve him of painful markings only to find himself in the middle of a dangerous fight against otherworldly evil forces seeking to wreak havoc on the human world. Sounds kind of stupid, 
this trailer looks incredible. It sounds like that movie Stigmata. Yeah. Well, the trailer looks like Stigmata. Okay. It's like a Japanese this boxing is the Japanese Stigmata. One you're yeah. About, yeah. Looks. <laughs> it actually looks really good. Okay. Cool. Also, his name is William Bibiani. Bibiani. Yes. That's a fake name for a <laughs> fake reviewer. Uh, finally, this week we've got something from RLJE Films on the 16th on digital only, called Gwen. Gwen is a young girl whose life seems to be collapsing around her and struggling with her mother's mysterious illness. Until her one day she writes a song about bananas. <laughs> this is the story. Spells them out. <laughs> about Gwen Stefani and her rise to stardom. But like 1800s Gwen Stefani. Okay. It's a period okay. piece. Okay. Uh, but her father's absence and a group of angry villagers that threaten to take her f- uh, farm. She must find the strength to guide her family through the darkness, but as a malevolent presence begins to take grip of her home, it becomes apparent there is a greater evil that may be too strong to overcome. This looks right up my alley. What is this coming out on? Uh, Digital. So it should be out on most platforms. Most platforms. All right. Uh, tom- it's a, uh, tomorrow. A, a period piece that takes place in Wales. Yes. Yes, it is. No a- doubt? No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> He was just waiting to say that. I, I could tell by not. his face. Um, yes, he was. No, I don't. I, I can't remember the name of the movie. It came out last year. I know I watched it, and I, th- I don't remember if both of you watched it, um, but it was that group of people that kind of left and started their own village. Oh, yeah. Um, and the it turned Apostle? into like, no. yes. Yeah. Tragic the, Kingdom. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the trailer kind of reminds, uh-huh. it, it definitely has some Apostle vibes to it. Yeah. I can um, see that. Oh, yeah. I forgot you about know, that. You know, 76% movie. of uh, Google users like this movie. Okay. And Rotten Tomato users. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. It, the trailer the trailer does a very good job of not giving anything away other than the fact that it's Welsh and a period piece. Then we again, because it's Welsh. Like that. Then again, though, yes, because it's do. Welsh, it might not be a period piece. One of us more That's than the others. It, it might just be some fucking people living out in the farmlands of Wales. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's probably more likely. <laughs> They're like, it's 2019, bitches. Yeah. What's everyone talking about this being a period piece? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Do you guys see that meme about like Welsh people naming their cities, and it's just like a guy sitting on a keyboard? <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of like letters strung out. <laughs> All right, so, I'm sorry, I gotta look this shit up. What are you looking at? The the baby name thing. Oh, I have it right here. Are we done? Yes, that's it for this week. Sorry. <laughs> this is like, oh, what are we what are we talking about? This now? has been this has been bugging me. But yes, that is that is it for this week. Uh, so most everything's coming out on digital except for the new shark movie, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. All right. Which apparently has nothing to do with the original one. Yes. That came out two or three two years ago. Two or three ago. years ago. Yeah. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well. Should we talk about sexy teachers? Let's... <laughs> hey! Teacher! <laughs> and how they, need kids to, alone. they need to leave the kids alone. <laughs> Especially by the end of that movie. I, right? I don't I don't listen to enough Lance Stanley just to, to sound... No. I don't do enough heroin is what I meant to say to sound <laughs> like him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to tonight's main event. All right. This week's film, The Faculty, <laughs> came out in 1998. It's the most excited Palmer's ever been about anything <sighs> from that era. Just... Well, I, I, for some reason, I legitimately thought this movie was like 2000, even. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. It's 98. Yep. 98. So, 
You want to know what else came out around this time? Was it Titanic? Are you going to set the Probably. scene for us, I'll set, Sam? I'll set the scene. Yeah, what, what was happening in 1998? we, we got to get everyone in the right frame of mind for this. Okay. Given the soundtrack and given the people that were in Didn't this movie. did the Matrix movie. come out around this time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but specific to horror movies. Okay. Uh, starting in 96. So Scream, which we've talked about before. Uh, the Craft, which we've talked about but haven't watched for the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's in 96. 97. We got to see I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scream Boo, 2. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Scream 2 and a house favorite here, Anaconda. Hell yeah. Uh, 98 graced us with The Faculty, Urban Legend, the sequel I Still Know What You Did Last Summer because creative naming was not yes. a thing. <laughs> and Halloween H20. 99. Uh, so just a year later, we got Deep Blue Sea. We got The Blair Witch Project and we got Idle Hands. Mm. I don't know. was the one that had Buster Rhymes in it, right? No, that is the Which one, one that had. Wait. Was he the one who. No, that was the next one. Which one oh, are you talking okay. about? Halloween H2O. That was Buster the one Rhymes with Josh Hartnett in it, an Ice Cube. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 2000, we got the beginning of the Final Destination franchise. Okay. We got Ginger Snaps, uh, and possibly the worst movie on this list of that era, Cherry Falls. I will admit. With Brittany Murphy. For, I don't know that I've seen that. For as of that era as that movie is, I really did enjoy Ginger Snaps. Yeah, that's a good one. It is a good movie. And to wrap up this little era, in 2001, we got Valentine, Jeepers Creepers, and Joyride. Oh, Joyride. Which I believe had Paul Walker it in did. it. It did. And Candy Cane. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. It's no Tammy and the T-Rex, but you know, I'll no give it all what it's like. This, this movie is uh, pretty well known for the soundtrack that it had. Um, whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing is kind of up to you. Um, but to give you an idea of... Is it really known for its soundtrack? Well, I mean, the, the bands that were in it were pretty well yeah. known. And, and you yourself have made plenty of references to how much you hate uh, Class of 99 supergroup cover of uh, Pink Floyd. Leave them cares alone. Uh, Tom Morello looks like he's having way too much fun in that music video. Yeah, like, he does. He's not serious enough. It's not. It's he's not. He's not doing enough heroin to be a part of that super <laughs> <group>. <laughs> To give you an idea of some of the top hundred songs of 1998 specifically, uh, someone in this movie has four of them. Usher yep. has four songs in the top 100 yep. that year. Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On" was in the top 100, unless it's of course controlled by an alien. Uh, mm-hmm. Destiny's Child is in there. Will Smith is in there. Tupac's Do For Love is in there. LL Cool J had a song as he's prepping himself for 1999 and Deep Blue Wait, Sea. Wait, was that post-mortem for Tupac? I believe so. Yeah. It was the first record. And he died in what, 96? Yeah. 94? Uh, yeah. Chumba Wumba was in there. Bare Naked Ladies is in the top 100. And then you have all the usuals like Backstreet Boys and Sync, Spice Girls, uh, Madonna and so on and so forth. Uh, so that is very much like anybody who was uh, at least in their teenage years during this time frame. Um, all of that alone is enough to kind of transport you back there. And you, you, you immediately know. And Alex, you said you looked at the top 100 list and you pretty much knew every song on that list. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. I feel like I'm there. Yeah, you started now. like singing them. Yep. Like at the top of your lungs. I did do that. <laughs> I was feeling it. All right? yeah. I was feeling 1998. I was 11. <laughs> no, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you were. I was feeling it. What? When did uh, 
Nelly oh. releases his amazing album. Like 2003, I think. No, it was yeah. definitely middle school. It was for sure middle 2002? school. Underlay, underlay, mama. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. What's happening? Uh, so country, country Grammar country was in grammar. 2000. Oh, okay. 2000. Oh, wow. So still part of this era, yep. but a little bit after this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. I'm there, you guys. Are you guys there? Are you guys in 1998? I mean, I've, <laughs> I've, I've been there for days. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's just been listening to the top hits of 1998 on repeat for the last week. Absolutely. Jesus. All right. We're going to have to sit down and buckle up for this cast list because it is a massive cast list, and I am going to read them all because they are all people that everybody knows i think it's one of the best parts about this movie too i will say uh, that is one of the points that i do enjoy about it is just kind of seeing all these fresh young faces (laughs) fresh fresh young young faces uh jordana brewster is delilah prophet that's her first movie yeah but it would not be her last (laughs) claire duvall is uh stokely stokes mitchell uh Laura Harris is Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson. Hi, I'm Mary Hi, Beth Louise, Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Okay, so you know she's an alien. Yeah, dude. ain't nobody talk like that. Nope. Josh Hartnett is a uh, Zeke Tyler. Uh, Sean Hatosi is uh, Stan Rosado. Selma Hayek is Nurse Rosa Harper. Uh, Famke Jensen is Miss Elizabeth Burke. Piper Laurie is Miss Karen Olson. Christopher McDonald is Mr. Frank Connor. He's in there as uh, Chris McDonald, apparently. Uh, whatever. Shooter McGavin. Everybody knows. Shooter McGavin. Because of course he plays the dad. B.B. <laughs> yeah. uh, Newirth is uh, Principal Valerie Drake. And man, it is interesting to see Lilith mm-hmm. in something that's not Frasier. I was <laughs> I went into a deep rabbit hole while watching the movie last night with my wife, uh, with specifically with with B.B. Newirth. She has played Lilith <laughs> in three separate things. Okay. Not all having to do with Frasier. One <laughs> of them was the magical world of Walt Disney. Really? She played Dr. Lilith, whatever the fuck. Okay. In that as well. It's very interesting. <laughs> I tried to find a connection between them all. But there was none? But there was Could none. Could you make one up? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert Patrick is Coach Joe Willis. Usher Raymond is Gabe Santora. And John Stewart is uh, Professor Edward Furlong. You've got Daniel Van Bargen as Mr. John Tate, and finally Elijah Wood. Fuck yeah! Fuck don't forget, yeah. don't forget about Danny Masterson. Danny, Ma- oh, oh that's right. God damn it! Yeah, Danny Masterson. Burnout number one. Is that what he's? Is yeah. that what his role? No, his is? his credit is actually messed up. Number one. Oh, he's messed up. Uh, but he's preparing for his burnout role that was coming soon in that '70s show. Okay. Uh, which was inevitably preparing for him to get the shit suit out of him in the Church of Scientology. That's right for being yeah. a rapist. For yep. being a rapist. A rapist. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have made that joke. Uh, <laughs> one one evening at Harrington High, uh, in Ohio, several teachers and Principal Drake leave after discussing the school's budget. When Drake returns to retrieve her keys, Coach Willis becomes increasingly erratic and stabs a pencil through Drake's hand when she attempts to leave. Oh my god! <laughs> After, it is a gnarly way to start the is, movie. Yes, it is a gnarly way to start the movie. Well, this is what happens when Robert Rodriguez is directing shit. This is, is what happens yes. when you discuss budgets. All right, this is serious business. Well, well, um, and it was written by uh, Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream yes. and pretty much every other fucking movie, either wrote or produced every other movie from this era. Right. Dust Till Dawn was after this, right? Yes. Mm. Okay. Two thousand. Right? 
No, no before. It was before this. Was it before this? Right. this yeah. only heels are from Dusk Till Dawn um, and Desperado. Uh, after this, he did Sin City, Spy Kids, Planet Terror, Machete, and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Selma Hayek was in Desperado also, right? And in Dusk and, Till Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was kind of like bringing it up. Yeah. Like they, they, they paired up again together. Uh, drama teacher Miss Olsen emotionless, emotionlessly stabs Drake <laughs> with scissors as she nice. flees the school. So that's kind of supposed to be one of those like gotcha off guards moments, right? Because she she's acting like she's, oh, you know, Miss Drake, unlock the door. We'll get you. We'll get you. Uh-huh. We'll, get you. we'll she, save you. She finally manages to get out. And what what happens? The drama teacher is just like, yo, <laughs> this is what you get for not funding my play. I was going to say, should let her have her play. We're going to laugh at you. <laughs> should let her have her play. Right? <laughs> I bet, I bet the, the football team's going to get their new jerseys. Yeah. Because it's a football town, Palmer. It's, football, it's Ohio, man. I mean, she of makes Of course, a, what else do they have? She makes a good point. Also, interestingly, though, Miss Olsen's the only one, because as we eventually learned, she's already been uh, aliened. Right. Um, mm-hmm. She's the only one that shows any, like, real emotion after people get turned into aliens. How so? Cause she's like freaking out. And when, um, Robert Patrick's chasing, uh, her down the hall uh-huh. and she's on the other side of doors and she's like, Oh, he's coming. He's oh, coming. Right, 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 right. So she's pretending. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Delilah does a pretty good job of feigning human emotion. So yeah. does, uh, the blonde. Yeah, Mary Beth Jenkins and Wilkinson. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever uh, the Mary fuck Beth name. Louise Hutchinson. Whatever. <laughs> That's what I said. That's absolutely what you said, yes. Uh, sounded, sounded right to me. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. The following morning, the students arrive, including Casey Connor, the dedicated but perpetually harassed photographer. And this is where we get our like character intros with their names yep. that pop up across the screen. Yep. It's very 2000s in the way that it's done. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess very late 90s, mm-hmm. rather, in the way that it's done, uh, even though it like really just bleeds into And what is that next... typeface? <laughs> I don't know. But even that was just so late 90s. It like was. everything about like uh uh what the hell um oh, i can't remember the name of the movie it was literally on the tip of my tongue what's we'll, we'll it continue. about uh it's an al- another alien movie okay um the uh, relic oh mm. you remember mm-hmm. the way that like it, it shoots like the letters shoot down at the beginning of that movie too yep. it's v- it's very similar i think they really just had one person doing all the <laughs> all the all, all the arts <laughs> all of uh the credit stuff yeah with with all of these films um but yeah, Casey Connor, we get to see his his testicle smashed into a uh the flagpole. Um and nobody gives a fuck. Some people get their underpants run up the flagpole, other so, people get their balls rammed into the it. The whole football team is just <laughs> just ramming him like he's a goddamn like mm-hmm. <sighs> People are fighting in the parking the lot. Team. And mm-hmm. those two girls oh, are right. Yeah. Right. Dude, all the school. women in this in this movie are so aggro yeah. the entire fucking time. Yeah. Everyone in this whole school is pretty aggro. Yeah, it's true. Although I feel like looking back on my high school, like, yeah, I, don't I feel remember. like it's just a, a bottle of um, of emotions and hormones, and it's just everything about high school is just I mean, aggro. And I maybe don't remember this is, people getting beat up so much. Maybe this is just what happens, though. Like, did you go to a high school where the only thing they could afford was your football team? My high school didn't have a football team, so maybe that's why. Well, okay. This is me, what happens when you go to me, high school in the middle of nowhere where the only thing your school can afford is your yeah, football team. That's true. I don't, I, and a strangely nice science lab. Yeah, like a really nice science lab. That your local high school drug dealer can steal shit from. That's true. You don't the think he bought that, that, that stuff on his own? 
No, he no, stole he it. Steals he goes, it. Oh, he did say he yeah. stole it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he Walter Whited it. Yes. It's, it's just, an Erlenmeyer flask. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's just interesting to me because I think like we had very different high school situations because there were a lot of fights at our high school. Uh, Which like, is strange considering the area that you went to high school in. Like oh, I wouldn't. Strange. I wouldn't imagine that to be an area where you see a lot of hunt. We were fights. literally written up in the National Geographic for having the most diverse school in the fucking nation. Yeah. And you don't think that that's going to lead to people constantly getting into fights? Maybe. There's just a lot of money up there, so I don't imagine. But that's the thing. Like, my my high school was literally, like, on the cut. Like, we lived right next to one of the hubs of, like, MS-13. It was, like, a huge that's section true. of, like, yeah. low-income housing. That's true. Uh, like it was, it was such a fucking collision of like tons of money and dirt poor people. Yeah. And as a result, like there was constant tension. Like I, I think we all did a pretty good job of it. You know, like we all like. It sounds like the greasers versus the what's the? No, so, like, I, it was. It was like, like I snap. I split, snap. Was, <laughs> I split my time here between two high schools, and one of them was in a fairly well-to-do area, and the other one was quite the opposite. Um, and there were plenty of fights there. In the at the well-to-do one? Or no, the... At, the, at the one out that's technically part of the same district, but it's way the hell out. Uh, Henrico High School. My high uh. school had a daycare, but no fights. That's true. Didn't you say your your high school saw like a smoking section or something too? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? That's I mean, also Canadian. Did you, I don't go, to, know. did you go to high school well, in like no, the 60s? No, because when, <laughs> when we, moved, when we moved here, when we moved here, my sister went to the same high school I went to seven years later. They still had a smoking section then. When I really? Moved, yeah, Freeman, Freeman had a smoking area, I think, all the way up until like 97, 98. Oh, this is when I moved in 2004. Yeah, see, that's a little different. When I went to, when I moved to the U.S., I remember asking someone where the smoke pit was and she looked at me like I lost my fucking mind. Well, I mean, by the time I was in high school, you'd just go out to the parking lot where the cars were. Yeah, this place had like a, it had a, like they bought a, like a dugout kind of thing. So you, when it rained, you didn't get wet. Yeah. Like they accommodated smokers. I'm sure if you go there now, it's, it's gone, of course, yeah. but in 2004, in, it was there. In my high school, it was, we used to sneak out the, the, there were two doors near the cafeteria you could sneak out of, and that would lead you to this adjacent area where there were like condos and apartment buildings and stuff. And there was a massive like uh, stairwell that went went down towards the condos, but it was completely shrouded in trees. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, you could like go sneak around the corner and go over that way mm-hmm. and smoke a cigarette. But uh, two of the teachers also used to also, <laughs> also sneak back there to smoke cigarettes. And see, that's... Like that was the same thing at ours, but because there was one teacher where like literally the bell would ring and she would be out the door before any of the students. Oh, yeah. Like and not the bell like to end school, like the bell between classes. Oh yeah. And she would in her heels jog down to the parking lot, sit in her car and chain smoke a cigarette, like chain smoke two cigarettes, and then jog back in. And she could do all of that in eight minutes, and yeah. it was ridiculous. Talent. We had one. We had one. Uh, Mr. Arnold, that was notorious for leaving in the middle of class. <laughs> Good for Mr. Arnold. Just to go, a- just to go smoke a cigarette, not give a fuck. He Can't put deal on with like, these goddamn kids anymore. I was but say, he used you guys to, are probably super annoying. He used to come out and smoke with us, and as a result, he got me to read a bunch of. He was an English teacher. He got me to read a shitload of books because hmm. he'd just come out there and be like, "You want a cigarette?" And we start talking about shit, and 
Yeah, he just and he that's just how you wound up as an English major in college yes, for a while. Yeah, exactly. That is actually I, I credit that to him. Hmm. <laughs> well, enough about our high school experiences. Exactly. Well, I think like I don't know when I talk about these. But films, were there like, aliens about all that at shit. your high Probably. school? Probably. Were there twenty-one-year-old yeah. sophomores? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those two, yes. Uh, so Casey is the unappreciated assistant to the spiteful Delilah Prophet with two T's. Prophet. The, the, the names are kind of on the nose here. Uh, everything about this movie is kind of on the nose. <laughs> uh, the paper's editor-in-chief and head cheerleader, Delilah's mistreated boyfriend, Stan Rosado, is contemplating quitting the football team to pursue academics. He so works he hard for his DNA. I have a really hard time accepting that character as a super popular kid. He looks like a fucking nerd. Well, that's what he wants to be. I know, but like he does not he's not attractive or it's just because he's the cool. star quarterback. He's kind of doesn't even look like he'd be good at football. Usher looks like he'd be way better though. at football. That's they the don't. thing about quarterbacks. Like they don't look like football players. Yeah, well he does not look like think about think about like every single quarterback I mean, in the some NFL. Some of them do. Most right. of them don't. Aside, aside from like three that I can think of, 90% of quarterbacks do not look, look like they should be golfers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I just cackled right into the microphone. <laughs> uh, Zeke Tyler is an intelligent yet rebellious student repeating his senior year. Tyler sells, amongst other illegal items, a powdery ecstasy-like drug he manufactures and distributes. He's confronted by Miss Elizabeth Burke. And it's called scat. Yeah, what it does it do, scat. Alex? Guaranteed to jack you up. I like Jesus that. Christ. I like that it kind of glosses over what the uh, ingredients, other are. items are, like his bootlegs of Party of Five, <laughs> <laughs> or his cherry flavored Magnum condoms. I feel like and his chocolate, chocolate laxatives. <laughs> the way that he was describing it, right? It's kind of amphetamine ish because it's got yeah no doughs and other household products yeah. a of caffeine it's yeah. just got a bunch of caffeine in it i imagine maybe some sudafed it probably, probably it kind of it's pretty much meth it looks like he's making meth yeah, yeah. he's and he has like because well, he's pretty much making meth yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like scientifically yeah and just you know household shit and it's just guaranteed to jack you up <laughs> to jack you up i remembered we're gonna I, say that a bunch yeah, tonight by the way that was one of the lines that i really remembered from like the first time I watched this movie up until now. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, you were you were expressing some concern this morning with this movie about this dynamic between Elizabeth Burke, Miss Elizabeth Burke and Zeke Tyler. Because she you were like, oh, he's he's sexually harassing he did. her. He sexually harassed her at the at the beginning of the film. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he absolutely does. He, he offers her some cherry condoms. He's he's being really creepy and rude. He is. But he sort of like smashes his head on the, the trunk like door. Uh, like, so you think like, he gets he concussed? Kinda, no, no, no. He, he, like, uh, what I'm <laughs> saying because he, like, sighed, like, he like, sighs and he, like, almost it looks like he almost immediately regrets that he did it. Well, good. He's still creepy and oh, harassing I'm not, his I'm teacher. not disputing that, but it's kind of like the first sign that you get these that he's got a crush on her. Oh, and like, he sounds like he's harassing her, right? But because he is, yes, I think at that point in time, you know, especially when you're immature and fail high school the first time around and want to rebel against everything you don't know you don't know what your emotions are i think are. That you're supposed to think that he's like not so bad but i the older i get the more you're just like he's the more a piece i of think shit. that he's a piece of shit yeah. Yeah. yeah i have no tolerance for people like that anymore if my child ever grows up to be like that i'm gonna fucking whoop his ass 
<laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to whip I wasn't. I'll also tell your kid that you were trying to, that both, I'll tell both of your kids you were trying to be creative when you named them. And it <laughs> turns out you're just like everybody else. Yeah, and your, kid are, your kids are not fucking special. No. <laughs> No! <laughs> I thought they were special. He's supposed to be an astronaut. And I would never actually whip my kid's ass, but whatever. <laughs> no, you guys get to beat each other's kids. I'm going to beat Palmer's kid? Yeah, and he'll beat... Oh, like, if your kid is misbehaving, you just call Palmer, and you're like, yo, yo, come over and, 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 and put the fear of God <laughs> into my child. No, I'm going to mentally and emotionally manipulate my child. <laughs> <laughs> And save the, uh, you know, physical abuse for, I don't know, I guess apparently high school. <laughs> Mom? I'm going to mommy dearest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No wire hangers. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was in the, I was in We were talking, the, we were talking about, Zeke. about Zeke being a creeper. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I was at a Walmart returning some stuff. <laughs> And this little kid was like running around being a terror. And uh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, his mom just like lost it in the middle of the return line. Mm -hmm. And was just like, I swear to God, Aiden, <laughs> I will get the belt. And she starts unbuckling her belt. <laughs> oh, her my pants. God. I have never I seen personally a kid enjoy. stop dead. Stop dead still like that yep. and immediately just be like, I'm sorry. I love seeing those. As someone who doesn't have kids and with very limited intentions to ever have kids, right? I personally greatly enjoy seeing that moment in public where a parent, be them a, uh, like a new parent loses or somebody shit. that has had a kid for a few years so they've been through it enough but they, like, they're still kind of on edge. Where they just they snap. You see that moment where yep. they just snap. And that was that just, moment right there oh, in the Walmart man, return I line. Love it. That was amazing. I don't go to Walmart often, but I wonder if I should after mm. that moment, after that I mean, incident. <laughs> entertainment. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Casey notices a strange creature on the football field. Oh, wait, you forgot about Mary Beth. Mary Beth Louise. Mary Hutchison. Beth Wilkinson Jilkinson. <laughs> oh, right. I'm sorry. Naive transfer student Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson befriends self-styled outcast Stokely Mitchell, who is deliberately uh, spread rumors that she's a lesbian, though she Keep has a crush on people at a distance. But she's super polite. Like, that seems like such a like a like a backwards thing to do. Is that really like? I didn't care that people were lesbians or gay in high school. No. Maybe maybe there's just enough of a difference, right? Like, because we started well, so it's, 2001 it's, um, collectively, right? Yeah. Well, Delilah's the one that spreads the rumors about it. But she's no, like embracing No, she them. said that she spread oh, yeah. the rumors about herself. Oh. She said, I do to those to keep people bit. at a distance. Well, I yeah. know Delilah helps perpetuate it. Of course she does. Very a la Mean Girls. <laughs> hey there, Delilah. What's it like in <laughs> Man, New York City? Motherfucker, every time I watch this movie now, that is the only thing that runs through my head. Hey there, Delilah. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys are on the same wavelength as me. Because I, I watched this movie Damn twice girl, in the last so week. It's like we host a podcast together. I watched something. this movie twice in the last week, and the whole time I was just like, hey there, Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Every, time, every time they said the name Delilah, yep. I'm pretty sure Ke Kelly wanted to like, punch me. <laughs> hey there, Delilah. <laughs> hey there, Delilah. <laughs> Who remembers that song? All right. Uh, Casey notices a strange creature on the football field and takes it to a science teacher, Mr. Furlong, who believes uh, it is a new species of cephalopod. A uh, specific parasite uh, called a mesozoan, and this is where Zeke shows that he's also a science nerd. That's right. Yes, he's he's familiar he, with the. Uh, he leans the over. Microscope. He's a conundrum. He's like, I'm a conundrum. I'm a conundrum. I fucking paused the movie, and I was like, really? 
I'm just going to start referring to myself as a conundrum. I'm going to fucking pause your face and I'm be like, really? Conundrum. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I really empathize the most with, um, you know, Zeke's character. So you like to sexually harass your teachers? Yeah, obviously. All and the make time. meth. And, and make, make meth. In your parents' abandoned house. <laughs> so you, you've gone from thinking that he's a piece of shit to sympathizing with him. All right. What's happening? Mission accomplished. Uh, after this scene, uh, Delilah and Casey hide in the teacher's lounge to well, find a story. So before they do that, though, because I, I, I read the same kind of recap for this. Uh, is it before they, they're in the teacher's lounge where they put the teacher or the alien in the tank? Well, Parasite no, like they, the they do all that, but like Stan is in the locker room shower, and that's where. Oh, the old teacher. Oh yes, the old teacher comes up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, the dried out. Prune. Yeah, Miss Miss Brummel comes in and dies, and her hair falls out in clumps. And then Casey talks to Stokely in the library about aliens, and that's where he gets the crash course on pod people. Yes, that's right. Yes. So this is where we kind of we sort of have this meta: how do you survive a sci-fi movie by talking about what is a sci-fi movie? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I feel like this is the beginning of it. And Stokely. Write what you know. And Stokely and Casey seem to be the two ones who, I mean, I guess because they're the most nerdy. Because they're so alt. Right. They're so alt. That or they, she's so alt. They know the just, most you know. about um, sci-fi movies. Well, he's strangely enough for the giant nerd doesn't seem to know jack shit about him. Right. She's the one. Giving he's him a photography the... nerd, dude. Yeah. He's not a science nerd. I mean, I guess he is a science nerd because he does look into my, but he's not a sci-fi nerd. He's just a science photographer. He's just photography a science nerd. photographer. <laughs> he, he likes hard science. Right. So Stokely <laughs> seems to be the one then who knows the most about how, to, you know. Yeah, she's the sci-fi nerd. Yeah. Like because what's going on and what we can do to save ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> she's not spending time at Hot Topic. She's reading <laughs> Heinlein. She also looks like 35 years old. Clay Duvall? Yes. 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 Too old to be in high school. Most of the cast looks too old to be in this. I'm like Usher, Jesus Christ, come on, Usher. come on. Wasn't Usher. this one of his first movies too? Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah, I don't know what else he's been in aside from this. I mean, he always shows up in movies and plays <laughs> the same fucking character. I was gonna say, I feel like he's been in some Is other he horror a movies. Player? No, no, but he's always some like Background. popular kind of yeah, like a like a douche. Because wasn't he? Uh, what, what, wasn't he in um, the the one with Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel Lee Cook. Right? Oh, oh, where where, where she he, was ugly and then yeah. she had a ponytail. Because he's the DJ in that, isn't he? Yes, he is the DJ in that. And also on, he's not on the football team. He's on the soccer team in that one. That's right. Um, she's all that. Yes. Yep, you're right. Yeah, he always plays the same character. Mm-hmm. He's also in the Fast and Furious. What year did that movie come out? G, nineteen ninety nine. So, <laughs> you know, one of the you guys. He's been in. So many things. I believe it. Has Holy he? shit. Really? Like, is it like ludicrous where he tried to be an actor more than he focused on? Has he released any music re- lately? Yeah. He uh, released something in 2018. Was it popular? Mm. Oh, I don't know. I only know facts about 1998. Something about Shazam. I don't know. I look. Like, I look to you guys for stuff that isn't metal or or lo-fi jams. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where are we? Delilah, Casey, hiding in the teacher's lounge to find a story. Uh, they witnessed Coach Willis and Miss Olson forcing one of the creatures into the ear uh, of school nurse Miss Harper. Um, Selma fucking Hayek. Yeah, dude. She's great in this. She is. She's great in everything. I was talking about her versus uh, Sofia Vergara the other mm-hmm. day. 
with uh, a coworker of mine. Where do you guys weigh in on this? Selma Hayek, for sure. I only know Sofia Vergara. Because I only know Sofia Vergara from that one. From the one show. Annoying show on TV, yeah. Yeah. I think Selma Hayek is. And I've had a I've had a crush on Selma Hayek ever since I saw From Dusk Till Dawn. Right, well, duh, who she's hasn't? amazing in that movie. <laughs> Fair enough. I had some. Yeah, one of my. You I'm, will be my pet. And I, I am will with, call you Spot. I am with you guys. Uh, Your coworker. My disagreed. coworker disagreed. I see. I really liked her in uh, Frida. Also. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that movie. I know she won like an Academy Award it's for that, good. right? Well, I mean, Sofia Vergara was in Chef. I don't really remember her in that. Oh, right. She she's, wasn't chef. She's yeah. not in it a lot. She plays his wife, and the movie's about him. So yeah, don't she's, have time for her. Yeah, he's on the road. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen her in a lot of things outside of that show. So uh, watch, I sometimes get Selma Hayek though and Penelope Cruz mixed up. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I'm sorry. Hmm. Hmm. They're two entirely different people. I know. And just because they're <laughs> Latino women. I know. All right, Alex. I know. <laughs> All right, Alex. I just. Like uh, Casey and Delilah flee. <laughs> <laughs> and Casey calls the police. Principal Drake claims nothing is wrong and Casey is seeking attention. This is where we get the scene where Shooter McGavin comes in. Yeah. Uh, with Wifeo McWifer. Yep. And. Uh, well, they find Miss Brummel's body in the closet. Nobody, man, nobody be believes a, him. A, uh, a doll. Supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, like a CPR doll. Or Even something? though the CPR doll looked nothing like what they saw in the closet. Um. But the coach says Casey's a good runner. Makes yeah. his dad happy. But uh, that ain't going to stop Shooter McGavin from grounding his son, taking away the internet phone and all of his pornog. Yep. And his Did internet. you just call it pornog? Yep. An internet phone? <laughs> his internet slash comma phone, phone and all of his comma pornog. internet pog. What? Pornog. And all of his pornog. Okay. Pornog. I don't know how to feel about that. Why not just start it at the no? Why don't you just call it n- porn? Yeah, why not just, yeah. Why you gotta spice it up? Pornog, huh? <laughs> it sounds like eggnog. Yeah, it sounds like a no, holiday treat. No, because this is vintage. Ding dong. This is vintage, so you have to call it pornog. He's, he's got vintage pornog. <laughs> Did they call it pornog in the 90s? I don't remember calling it pornog in the 90s. Do you remember that? No. I don't remember that at all. No. That's a new one for me. Can I just go back really quickly about yes. this Frida Carr, <laughs> about this Penelope Cruz, Salma Hayek thing? Yeah. A lot of people have asked if Penelope Cruz was the one who was in Frida. So I'm not the only one who get them confused. Bunch of racists. I bet you're all Trump supporters. Bunch of all white people who are like, who that? And I call it Pornog because of Adam, uh, because of Adam Devine in uh, oh, Workaholics. I hate that guy in his big head. <laughs> you don't like Adam Devine? Nope. But he's divine. He's fucking, <laughs> bit of, I don't know. He's what? I don't know. He's you an- gotta finish the sentence. He's annoying. Now. You think he's annoying? I do. Uh, if he was my friend, I'd be like, "Can you just tone it down a bit?" Okay. You're kind of annoying. Okay. And your pornog is <laughs> your pornog dis- is really getting distasteful. All right, all right, all right. That's because it's vintage, but not vintage enough to have '80s Bush. Okay. Well, then I, you know I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Uh, the next day, Casey tells Delilah, Stan, and Stokely he believes that the teachers are being controlled by aliens. After Zeke and Mary Beth tease them about their theory, Mr. Furlong confronts them. Furlong suddenly becomes defensive and attempts to infect them. Zeke cuts off Furlong's fingers, which keep moving on their own. <laughs> they, 
they are unkillable. Uh, <laughs> I think this is where we get one of the first like really good tastes of the CGI in this movie. Oh God, really <laughs> bad <laughs> tastes. Oh of CGI? yeah, yeah, it's so they good. You guys slice off his fingers, <laughs> and they're just the red tendrils are uh, a Lovecraftian and b <laughs> b uh, just so terribly done CGI wise. No, the tendrils aren't the part that bothered me because we see you? we we see the tendrils when they in put the, the thing in the fish tank before all this yeah, happens. Yeah, and that anyway. was awful too. <laughs> no, the part that bothers me is the fingers as they're crawling around like this, and oh, they yeah, just look really like fat too. fucking Vienna sausages that are just getting folded and moved. It's like Did the you, worst claymation I've ever seen, but it's animated. Did you guys ever get those? Uh, like go to Chuck E. Cheese and get those fingers that looked like they had like the like long cut down the middle of them that you could put on your index finger. No, no, they had like I think I, I know, know what you're like talking Discovery about. Discovery Zone and like I think I know what you're talking about. Chuck yeah. E. Cheese. They always cost like 15 tickets or something, so they would always be like the last thing that you could get once you got your <laughs> when you had no item. more tickets left. Yeah. yeah, or like just your leftovers. Yeah, they were always just like the trash that you'd buy at the end of your tickets, mm-hmm. right? And so or like. Anyway, so I had like a collection of these things, like a million of them, because just that's that's what you do. Yeah, that's what I did. So I used to put them on one on each finger, and they'd fall off, you know, because they're poorly made and and they're bigger than my fingers because I was a little kid. And so that scene when he loses all his fingers and all the fingers fall to the ground, for some reason the only thing that was going through my head <laughs> was like those little fingers falling off of my fingers. Honestly, had they used had they used those instead of the awful CG Vienna sausages they did, yeah. it probably would have been better. Mm. Yeah. Probably. Hot take. Yeah. Uh so after this conflict, uh Zeke proceeds to take one of his his homemade drugs and uh and, and shoves it right into furlong's eye after cutting his fingers off because he's he's a rebel and he won't stand for any of the teacher's bullshit <laughs> <laughs> and so it uh it kills him <laughs> poor poor fucking john he Stewart. foams out of his eye he does he foams out of everything his mouth probably his butthole Yes. And then he and then dies. He goes and he starts the Daily Show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done all I can in this science class. <laughs> I said good day. Uh, Zeke takes uh, the five other kids to the house where he experiments on a specimen retrieved by Casey. He discovers it needs water to survive and can be killed by his drugs as, oh. if, as if killing John Stewart wasn't enough. To, Sorry, little buddy. To illustrate it, yeah. So he he has this little white mouse, little yeah. white yes. rodent, his little uh, meth mouse. What was it called? Do you remember his saying? name? He had like a name. For he did it, have a name. It? I don't remember what I it was. What I forgot to write it down. Uh, but he he lets the parasite infect it and then proceeds to break its neck. At least it happens off camera, though. Yeah, it's true. But it's it's just so heartless. It sounds crunchy. It does it sound does crunchy. Way too crunchy for. Well, a mouse. I mean, rodents are fairly crunchy. Are they? Do you know this from experience? I mean, if you've ever run over something like that in your car. How do you feel it? How, How do, you, do you know it's crunchy? You hear it when you hit it with your tire. Oh. I, I guess I've ever done it. I probably do more than you guys do because I've got the lower profile tire, so I tend to feel and hear things on the road more. I run over beasts and don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend whose mom used to purposely speed up when she saw squirrels. What an asshole. Right? Because uh, she hated them uh, destroying her garden. Squirrels and, squirrels and rabbits. Bitch. It's almost like chicken wire would have been an easier solution. Right? Yeah, I don't understand it. <laughs> uh, she was very kinder than that. <laughs> Isn't that how serial killers that usually like get weird, their like start? A, yeah, like yeah. a creepy white woman thing. It is a creepy white woman thing. She <laughs> looks like the Crypt Keeper if the Crypt Keeper was a woman and <laughs> had flesh. Uh, <laughs> so Zeke decides that he's going to make his drug or make everybody take his drug. 
to prove that they're uninfected. Uh, Delilah is revealed after after a brief moment of tension mm-hmm. to be infected, and she destroys Zeke's lab and most of his drug supply before escaping. Just let so, him tweak! So this is the first glimpse that we get to see kind of like what happens when it's taken over, like right. completely, right? So like with, with, with Furlong, we just saw him lose some fingers, saw and the tendrils the come out. Tendrils, yeah. But with this, it's like we saw these parasites like scrambling around her face, mm-hmm. like under her flesh. It reminds some more questionable CGI. Yes, yes. absolutely. It, it it reminded me of a poor quality part of uh, you remember the mummy? Yes, with the, with the scarabs. Yeah, yep. the scarab beetles. I also saw a poor nog that looked kind of like that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Alice. Was it on huge insertion? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, so she destroys the, the the most of his drug supplies. So now they're running on low drugs. So he 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 suddenly can't make any more of this because it's like a meth lab or something and he should and just Delilah be able to broke kind of stand Delilah that broke his meth lab. Yeah, but they have access to the school. He's just, he could just steal it again. Or he could just go to the school and make it there. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, I think it takes, some, it takes some time to make meth. That's true. They spend like a whole weekend in Breaking Bad sitting in the fucking desert. They also make a lot of meth. Though. And they're making like real meth. They're yeah, not, not making like high school burnout trash meth. Yeah. yeah, not like trailer meth. There's a difference. Is there? Walter yeah, White. Walter White is much persuasion. more practical. Also, like as she's leaving, as uh, Delilah is leaving the house, right? Mm-hmm. We get a glimpse of the neighborhood. <clears throat> okay. What fucking Ohio neighborhood is that? That is New England. <laughs> that is not Ohio. <laughs> I don't know. That is New England. Having 100%. never spent any time in Ohio, yeah. I cannot actually speak. To I don't. That. I was gonna say I know absolutely nothing about Ohio. It could have looked like New England to me, and I wouldn't be able to tell you. It looks like something out of a fucking like Stephen King would write about Maine. <laughs> not not any part of Ohio that I've ever seen in my life. Well, I'm sure they filmed it in California. Probably. <laughs> so no, I think it, where was this filmed? I think it was supposed to be filmed in California, but it wasn't. Um, oh really? Yeah, I'll look it up. Keep talking. Maybe it was filmed in Maine. <laughs> Probably. In Bangor, Maine. Probably. Uh, acting on Stokely's speculation that killing the alien queen. Oh, mm. right. So they they have this whole conversation where they reveal where they start to get meta, right? And right. they start talking about how this movie is actually just a rewrite of fucking Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. And uh, it was Stok- filmed in Texas. Oh, that's oh that's right at George Bush's daughter's high school. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh huh. Oh. Okay, um, so they go on this 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 tirade about how meta this film is and blah blah blah, and it's basically a rewrite of of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and uh, they speculate that if they get the queen, mm-hmm. that like much like old vampire tales, if you get the lead vampire, then all right. the things that have been turned into it vampire or in this case aliens will suddenly revert back to being human. So all they have to do is get the queen. The the downside is they have no idea who the fucking queen is. Nah, no clue. No, no clue who the fucking queen is whatsoever. Uh, so, but group- nobody suspects the person that just came to town, right? Well, the only person that did was already a fucking alien. I yeah, know that's, that's kind of weird that she almost gave up, like right, the queen. What a twist! What a twist! What a twist! <laughs> so they go for the teacher. Yes, the principal. Yes, they think oh it has to be the principal. Uh, so believing. Principal Drake to be the queen. They isolate her in the gym and fatally shoot her. Stan confront or uh, so after she gets shot in the head, they're all like, "Oh, I think we made a mistake, guys." No, no. was that murder? <laughs> <laughs> what is that murder? Then did they did they murder her? 
if she's not the queen and they just killed her? Oh, yeah, 100%. Murder, murder. 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 Um, yeah, so she's got this pool of blood kind of coming out of her head. And they're all like, oh, we made a mistake. And then all of a sudden she <laughs> gets bad. up. She gets up and all the creatures start pouring out of the wound in her head. And they just dump a shitload of the drug on top mm-hmm. of her. And that. Oh, not they. Mary Beth panics. Yes. And grabs Panics. Zeke's, grabs Zeke's uncapped fucking jug of scat. And, and just chucks it. it at chucks it. Now we have no more left. Yep. We have two, what, two pens? Two pens. Two pens. Yep. Uh, so. So now they're really they kill fucked. Her. They think that they've. Maybe done it. Maybe reverted the rest of the town back to because the 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 football game's going on tonight. Yeah, the whole town. The whole town is Friday night. This very violent fucking football game. This is like the XFL (laughs) that's going on. Was was the coach (laughs) said, "Get out there, rip his fucking head off." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So they're checking the town to see whether or not things have been successful. But of course, they really don't have any idea whether or not. Anything yeah. has actually changed because well, they're clearly not very observant. I feel like you could just go look at someone and be like, "Hello, hi, are you still an How alien? Are you?" <laughs> <laughs> and if they look kind of vacant and aggressive, then they're probably still an alien. Right, right. So Stan confronts the coach. Well, they send Stan to go confront the coach and uh, the team to see if they plan if the plan worked. But unfortunately, as it turns out, he gets infected himself, mm-hmm. and that's the only decent CGI in the movie. Which one is mm. that? When, when they're standing in the rain. When they're, they're standing in the rain and the lightning and you see oh, like yeah. their skulls under the coach's kinda, yeah. face. Yeah. That was good. That was pretty cool. Um, Zeke and Casey uh, basically go out to go retrieve more of Zeke's drugs because he realizes, like any true drug addict, that he actually does have more drugs <laughs> and that they're in <laughs> they're his in car. In his car. <laughs> <laughs> Am I checked under the seat? Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, Casey leads the infected students away from Zeke who encounters... Miss Burke in the parking lot and and basically attempts to kill her with his car. So she uh, gets into his vehicle. There's some they're playing on the whole sexual tension thing that's mm-hmm. going on between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he buckles his seatbelt and rams his car straight in head first into a uh, what is the, the a school, school bus, bus yeah. right? That's out there. And as a result, she, <laughs> she loses her head. Yep. Uh, but it, that doesn't prevent her from dying. No, no. So she, her body gets up and searches for it like she's a fucking zombie in a in a scene that is in very reminiscent of the thing. The thing, that's right. Uh, she, you know, the, the tentacles pop out because Lovecraftian, it goes. and <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just goes back to the body, and he just says, "Screw this." He got what he came for. His car is now in smithereens. That poor car. Well, it's very strange too because this is the only time we see these very large tentacles come. From a smaller... Yeah, we don't see it again until we get to the queen. No, I feel like all we see I mean, it's a big step up from the tendrils that we've seen come out of the fingers and shit. Well, that's what it is, though. There's these little tiny ones, and then there's the queen. Mm -hmm. This is the only time we see a sort of middle size alien. I guess, I mean, if you think about it, like, it makes sense that, like, if the alien's taken over the brain and everything, and then it, like, kind of reaches down into the body. Whereas all the times we see the the little red tendrils, Mm -hmm. it's always out of, like... Small appendages. So you're because this is it's a parasite. It's been in her body long enough that it's gotten bigger. Probably. Is that how this works? Maybe. Okay, I just assume. Or maybe it's, it's better for women than it is for men. Oh, because think about it, like the, their bodies, like, all the different. Because we see it like when they when they ear fuck Selma Hayek mm-hmm. in the teachers' lounge. Like the thing they drop in her ear is pretty big. Yeah. But like the football players, like some of them that they're dropping in the fo- other football players from the other school, like. 
they're medium size. But they're all like less than a foot long. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we have this alien. I'm just saying there's not a lot of continuity in the size of these aliens. Yeah. Which is a little bit I, I dislike. There's not a whole lot of continuity in this <laughs> yeah. movie, like really in general. I think that they, I, I, all I'm saying is I feel like they just did this scene because one, because it is reminiscent of the thing yeah. and two, because it's visually striking. Yes. I don't uh-huh. know that it, I think it, it's used a lot as a callback and it doesn't necessarily go with the rest of the movie. Yeah. I'd agree with that. <laughs> uh, but she doesn't have a head, so it's cool. Uh, at least for now. Yeah. She right? lost her head over Zeke, but um, yes. <laughs> At the gym, Stokely becomes suspicious of Mary Beth during a conversation about pretending to be what one is not. <laughs> uh, Mary Beth subsequently reveals herself to be the alien queen. Early on, earlier on, she faked the drug. She faked taking the drug when she, she was tested. So they she used they, her long alien finger and her and her closing nostril. What happened at yeah. all in the movie? That's yeah. the one thing that always pisses me off about this fucking movie. <laughs> Like you can see very clearly what she's doing. You don't do, oh, you only think we saw what you saw. <laughs> like, it would have made sense if all they did was just the part where it closes her nostril and she cocks her head back like right. she does in the actual scene. Uh-huh. But, no, this one, it's, oh, I'm going to, like, knock the fucking it, yeah. cap off the bottom with my tentacle pinky. Right, and nobody oh, notices. Out, like, know. all right, you just dumped it back into your closed, your sealed off fucking nostril, you weird alien monster. And yeah. then... You just kind of brushed it away. Like, that would have made more sense. But it doesn't look as cool. No, it doesn't look as cool. We need some more of the bad CGI. <laughs> yeah. Bring more of the bad CGI. Uh, so Casey and Stokely flee to the swimming pool where Stokely is injured and becomes infected. So she gets grabbed. Uh, so so Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson gra- <laughs> grabs her uh, from from the back and slams her face into the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as a result, she, you know, she's bleeding profusely. And of course, once Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson gets in the pool, uh, she is immensely more strong than she is outside of water. And she's humongous. Shtick, right? She's a beast. Right. <laughs> because this is the exact opposite of signs. That's a huge <laughs> bitch. That's a huge bitch. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, she turns into yeah, she's this, this massive. She's the Leviathan. size. She's the size of the pool. Yeah. She's Cthulhu. She yes. is a humongous. She's yeah. space Cthulhu. Did yeah. that scene, though, when she's like when it gives you the overhead shot of the pool uh-huh. and she's uh, she starts anamorphing back uh-huh. into, the, into a human, <laughs> into a naked human, into a naked human. Did that not remind you of the endless? Oh, yeah. Because it was kind of like the, the same like like. Aerial blob, shot, blob, yeah, kind yeah. of like turning, turning into uh, weird shapes and stuff. I did it reminded quite like me that. Strong, strong, well, the endless, I guess, should have. I should have been reminded of that from the endless. There but you I go. Put the connection there. Give credit where credit is due. Right. But I thought that was a good scene, though, where she is coming morphing back into a human. Yes, I was, was making lots of anamorph jokes at this point. That was very good. Also, nice culturally relevant reference with anamorphs. Anamorphs, yes. <laughs> Yes. Appropriate to that time period. <laughs> and then she's naked. Yes. She spends the rest the, of the, the next movie. 10 minutes just tits hanging out all over the place. But in the shadows. Bouncing it, back and forth. No, we get a lot of full frontal of her. I didn't really remember well, not seeing really. It. Top no. half frontal. It's, yes. It's, it's top half frontal. But the first time you see it, it's it's very shadowy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not until she's like walking. So like when she's talking to Zeke, uh-huh. you don't see a whole lot because it's very shadowy. It's when she's walking through and taunting uh, Casey. Casey. Oh, Casey, that's where right. Where you actually see a little bit more. Well, I like it too when he's. They're trying to convince 
uh, Zeke, you know, which one is, which one of them is, is an alien. And he's like, why are you naked? <laughs> and she, she kind of looks down. It's like, oh, shit. she's like, well, <laughs> I thought this was just a Friday it. night at high school. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't realize that she's naked. And then she's like, God damn it. <laughs> I thought we were celebrating her football team one, right? <laughs> yes. Go sports team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so during this kind of conflict between Casey and, or sorry, Stokely and uh, Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson in the pool, she becomes infected. Um, Zeke and Casey hide in the locker room where Mary Beth reverts to her human disguise. She explains that she is taking over the earth because her own planet is dying. Mary Beth transforms back into her true form and hurls Zeke across the room into the lockers, knocking him out, leaving only Casey. Only, only Casey. Casey. Casey is our final girl. Yes, he, he really is, is the final girl of this film. <laughs> Uh, so Casey seizes the drug and, and tricks the queen into following him into her tracting bleachers, trapping her. He, tra- he stabs the drug into the queen's eye. The queen infects Casey with her dying breath, but almost immediately, but he almost re- immediately returns to normal upon her death. So, like, he gets all these bugs halfway in his face, into his face and yeah. they're, they're, he's screaming and they're slowly trying to burrow their way inside. Another thing that bugs me is actually this scene. Why, when they fall out. Are there not giant fucking holes in his goddamn face? Hmm. Because there's only tiny holes in this goddamn face, Sam. Because there's no holes the, at all. There's just like red splotches. That one true. lady like, can have her head decapitated. Like and bad once, fucking acne. And once the uh, the alien is dead, her head becomes reattached to her body. <laughs> at least the practical effects were some. Yeah, they, the, I did enjoy. I do. The enjoy. practical effects somewhat stand up. They still yes. look dated, but they look way better than the CGI. I really enjoyed the uh, the the monster robot in the bleachers at the end of the movie because yes. that was like 45 seconds of that of that whole movie and they constructed a massive monster yeah. for that one specific <laughs> scene. I always love it when films do that. Uh, so as the queen's dying, it starts slowly turning to white in what is possibly the worst <laughs> CGI of the entire film. That's probably uh, the worst CGI of almost any like uh, bigger budget movie yeah, that I've ever bad. that I can think of. Was this a big bad. budget movie though? I mean, when I say big, I mean like not some just like indie Mainstream film. studio oh, okay. film. Yeah. yeah, like some of the worst like studio CGI I've probably ever seen. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> and not it's good. it's pointless. It is. It doesn't it really need to is. turn white. Outside of the fact that like every time they dump scat on the aliens are white and foamy and milky. <laughs> I hate every that they call it scat. They dump scat on the aliens. <laughs> uh, is, yes. por- is that a pornog you were watching? <laughs> Uh, sorry, I was watching a different movie. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> Some things had different meanings 20 years ago. They really didn't, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> it meant the same thing. Uh, Casey returns to the locker room and finds Stokely and Zeke alive. One month later, everybody's returned to normal. Uh, this whole thing, the whole media scene at the end of this was very, very scream. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, it's the same writer. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Stan and Stokely, who had shed her goth girl image, are now dating. God fucking damn it. Yeah, dude, why you got to stop being yourself? Why you got to... They all totally sold out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Zeke has taken Stan's place on the football team, while Miss Burke affectionately watches him practice. Miss mm, Burke's gonna put some cherry yes. flavor condoms on. So yeah, she- but at least Stan, or at, le- at least Zeke, uh, while he might have taken Stan's place in between plays, he keeps true to himself. He's gonna go take a break and have a, have a cigarette. But all he needed was some some male role model ship, you know, and some football, and then he'll be a stand up guy. And Stokely just needed to wear pink. 
for people to love her. It's just fucking bullshit. You, you guys know what this movie is, right? Pretty in Pink? No. It's, Breakfast it's, Club? It's the Breakfast Club <laughs> meets the thing. It is kind of like she was Ali Sheedy's no, character. No, it, it's not kind of. like the. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. not kind of at all. Well, then who's the nerd then? Casey. Casey. Oh, you're Casey's right. the but, nerd. But Zeke is Emilio Estevez. In the Breakfast Club, the, the nerd never got any girl. He that's, had to. He wrote the essay, and then he left the school on his own. That's true. You two want to talk Breakfast Club with me? I got that. Shit no, we. Down. I, mean, we I'm, I intend to talk <laughs> Breakfast Club because it's in all of my fucking notes here. Stay tuned next week for our Breakfast Club podcast. <laughs> we but do no, this podcast Stan, at breakfast. Stan is Andy, the athlete turned mathlete. We did. That'd be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? He Stan is the athlete turned mathlete. Delilah. So is, Stan is Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Okay. Delilah is Claire, the most popular girl in school. Uh-huh. Casey is Brian, because he is the dork. Mm-hmm. Zeke is obviously Bender, mm-hmm. uh, and ends up on the football field at the end of this movie, just like Bender does at the end of The Breakfast Club. Yep. Stokely, of course, is the former goth who gets the full makeover, Allie and Mary Shady. Beth doesn't fucking fit in at all, which is why she's the goddamn why alien queen. Why she's the alien. Al- Mary Beth Finkson Jinkson. Hmm. Hmm. I appreciate that it's this. You keep saying different things, but <laughs> her name always sounds the same to me when you say it. So, hmm. th- th- <laughs> I did read. So, in, at first viewing this movie, right, the ending of the movie really pissed me off mm-hmm. because you think that they kind of survived this movie because they're nonconformists, right? These aliens invade their bodies, invade the bodies of everyone else, yeah, and make right. them these sort of like overachieving aggro conservative yeah like that scene where uh the 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 boyfriend and the girlfriend are sitting on the on the park bench uh-huh. and he's just chilling right because oh, she's been screaming, at him, she's screaming at him and beating the shit out of him yes. and like i'm just like why is everybody so fucking aggro, aggro in this yeah movie? and like the football but you scene. see them again later and they're all lovey-dovey yeah they're mm-hmm. all beautiful together. everyone is like a, they're very much like the best versions of themselves yeah. like a very stepford thing but these people survive because they are non-conformists but at the end of the movie all they really wanted to do was conform. Well, also at Did the they end, not of, get loved enough as well, no, children. Like, what's the, the problem? Well, because no. there, there's a like a, a visual argument to be made that like conformist or nonconformist, whatever, and like rebel against any systems in place. The systems are always going to be there because even after you see Casey, like Casey and Delilah, and they're talking about the news vans or whatever that are mm-hmm. there. You and see in the background, there is another nerdy kid getting dragged dick first into the flagpole that's by right, the football because team. He does say, like, isn't it crazy how how different things are? Yeah, yeah. they're exactly the fucking same. And then same. you see that things are actually the, the same. It's it's, it's almost like they that's went from bleak, being... bleak, man. It, 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 is, it is a very nihilistic outlook on the way this... Like yeah. this universe works. I think you guys are writing way too fucking <laughs> deep into this movie. This is bleak, man. I've only watched this movie like seventy five times. Man, we like this movie. I like this movie. <laughs> no, I also have never said nonconformist so much. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is your Lovecraftian episode. <laughs> Ding. Because I mean, what's what's to say now that Zeke is like king shit on the football team, right? And that Stokely is now the pretty popular girl. That they don't go around just treating everybody like shit now. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that that's... And that was kind of implied in The Breakfast Club as well. Yeah. So, you know. Hmm. I think that, yeah, you don't actually think that things are really going to change. So let's hit these talking points. You guys had a a couple of them. All right. Go ahead, Sammy. All right. Well, we've already talked about about The Breakfast Club. Um, And you mentioned it very briefly that uh, all these people turned into their best selves. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's obnoxious. It is obnoxious. 
But we hear we 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 heard Mary Beth Flinks and Jinxon. Yes. Uh, say, you know, no war, no hate, no discrimination, no none of that. That's what she could give them if if they decide to be aliens. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Yeah. So uh, are, is is she a hostile what is, invading force? What does Casey force? say back to that? I'd rather be scared. I'd rather, yeah, something like that. Something like that, yeah. That's or deep, I'd rather man. be afraid or yeah. some... That's deep. Yeah. Yeah. Is is Mary Beth Jinxon, Jinxon Winxon, <laughs> yes. is she... A hostile invading force. Yes. She's a hostile invading force pretending to offer people things that they need and want. But is she pretending? She's pretty much Thanos. Is she pretending to offer them what they think or want? I mean, you could be a pod person and not be scared, but why would you want to be a pod person? I like to think more along the lines that she's like uh, a universal miniature version of Billy Blanks and Jillian Michaels that they just want you to be your better self and stay hydrated. Mm. Which one's Billy Blanks again? Tybo. Oh, the Tybo. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Robert Patrick is a dickhead coach before mm-hmm. he's infected. And afterwards, he's a somewhat thoughtful, uh, encouraging he is nicer. guy. Um, and the football team gets better. Granted, they because get better because they're, they're, they're infected. They're, yeah. Um, the principal wants to only give money to well, the football no, team. Well, no, because they said they sounded like the football team were pretty good already. Because remember, they, they, they made the comment that like, well, we're facing the one high school or one one school that can kick our ass. Like yeah, the and one. They, they go out there and break all their necks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're responsible for murder. They are. They murdered all those boys. But they bring them back to life by dropping weird bugs in their noses and ears. True. Uh, the principal goes from only wanting to give funds to the football team uh, and having all of the other teachers hate her and resent her for it. Uh, to caring about all the students, Miss um, Tate, <clears throat> who's uh, or Mister Tate, who's the history teacher, mm-hmm. doesn't really care about his job or the students. Um, <laughs> uh, but he's event- just mad that they didn't turn on the air conditioning. Yeah, uh, but suddenly <laughs> he wants to nurture young minds. Um, Selma Hayek goes from being sick to instantly being healthy and hot. Um, and like we like we already talked about the the students. She was hot before. No, I know, but she was even hotter when she wasn't sniffling. No, Miss Burke is the one that goes from she goes plain even, to hot because she goes from very like once again she, she was had hot, glass, but just yeah. because she had glasses on didn't mean she wasn't. She had hot glasses and a, and a ponytail, but she also lives her best life and she doesn't take shit from Zeke anymore. She, and she threatens to shove his her foot so far up his ass that he can suck on her toes. Yeah, that's right. Because she, she, she knows that's. What he wants. She to do. puts an end to the harassment. Yeah, no more harassment from him. Only harassment from her. There you go. Equal opportunity harassment. Doesn't, doesn't sound like harassment. Sounds like a good time. Okay. <laughs> and like and and like we talked about, the the students are all getting along. Nobody's being because they're all controlled with aliens in their brains. But th- even with them being controlled with aliens in their brains, it's not like they don't love each other. Man, it's like some weird free will shit. You just can't be infected by aliens and make you your best self. You got to be your best self on your own. DJ Khaled said so. (laughs) (laughs) So did they turn into their best selves at the end of the movie when they sell out? Is that their best self? No, I don't think so at all. Well, then what are they doing? I don't know. Wearing pink. (laughs) I don't think that they're their best selves. I think that they're what? So you think they're worse off at the end of this movie? Well, I don't know. Yes. Than they were beforehand? I mean, I guess he's not selling drugs. They and were stuff. all friends. They Do were we like know a that? hodgepodge group of kids that ended up being like friends with each other. Not everyone's supposed to be friends with everyone. Yeah, this is high school. <laughs> <laughs> you only have like five friends. You say it all the time. <laughs> 
I know. <laughs> but I Palmer <laughs> wants to be a pod person. I thought you like it that way. You don't. <laughs> I'd rather be scared. I don't know. I think. Uh, um, Casey's the final girl. Yes, Casey is the final girl. Uh, which is a, a weird twist compared to a lot of the other movies that happen around this time. Yes. Where, you know, you've got Nev Campbell, you've got Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jessica Parker. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> I uh, was thinking Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> uh, but like in all these other... In, Melissa in, in, Joan Hart. There's a lot of three named there women. Are, there are a lot of three named women in that... In that uh, era. Um it's weird though that you see it kind of flipped over where the you know the the big villain is the woman right um and the the final girl is actually one slash two very uh somewhat feminine looking men mm-hmm. nice soft features so they blend who's the into other soft featured man josh hartnett and you think that josh hartnett has soft features baby josh hartnett yes he does no, i think he has a very chiseled jaw I think that also we're supposed to think of him as a heartthrob, and I don't really know that he's that good looking either. My wife <laughs> thought he was a heartthrob, apparently. I did 100%. back in the day. Yeah, that's what she said. Like, yeah. like, she was like, I don't think he's attractive now, but no. high school me would have been all over that. And I was just like, oh, I just don't, I don't. And he took his shirt off, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you talked about, the, the weird pseudo-sexy relationship between Zeke and Miss Burke. That uh, probably that- played out a lot better 20 years ago than it does nowadays. Yeah, now it seems weird and creepy. Uh, that might have something to do and with all the stories we've heard She's just doing it out this. in the open, too. I mean, is he not technically... And hasn't he graduated already? No, he's failed like three no, times. No, remember he failed. I know, so but he's like, finishing up he- his last year. Oh, we sh- oh, I was going to say, shouldn't he graduate by now? <laughs> I mean, he I sh- should. Like, does no one else notice that they're fucking? She's very open about it. I feel like that's... Is she? Because she waves at him? That's open about it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the end of the movie, you yeah. mean? Yeah. I don't like... think anybody cares. Uh-uh. No one cares that she's waving at him like that? Yeah, because it's the other... It's the opposite, right? Like, if it was, like, a male teacher waving at a female oh, student, right. like, that would be an issue. But, but like, it, it's the other woman. way around. So it's like that episode of South Park. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, you know, patriarchy. All the, or, like, all the stories we've heard in the news in the last five years. Yeah, that's Sweet. true. I guess when you're a lady teacher, it's not as weird for people. Very strange. Um, also, and he must be over 18. Yeah, he's like 26. <laughs> In the movie. He's, he's like probably 26. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I will say, though, that I do appreciate this movie is very uh, high schooler or very pro high schoolers on drugs. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is, right? You have uh, to do your duty as like an American and take those drugs. Yeah. To prove that you. Prove that you are worthy. Uncle Sam wants you <laughs> to, to do scat. To snort scat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that really kind of brings me over to the all the meta stuff um, that I know, Alex, you've got a you had a handful of meta stuff, didn't you? Not really. Not no. really. I just want to talk about the Tommy Hilfiger jeans commercial that came out when this movie came out. Did okay. anybody else see this? No. So I guess Tommy Hilfiger sponsored a lot of the clothing in the movie. And as payment for this commercial, for this, for sponsoring the clothes, he had all of the, the, the main cast put on a, a, a commercial and it is literally the most cringeworthy thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Is it the can same? Can you text that link to me? Yes. I'll, I'll, yeah. I will link this in the podcast Please description do. so people can check this it's out. It's amazing. It's got Usher in it. It's got all of them. It's only about 30 seconds. But I just feel like it's a it's a treat. It's sometimes a, thirty seconds is all you need, Alex. It's up there with the um, with the music video for 
the Pink Floyd. Yeah, I was gonna say, is rendition. it like pretty much the same fucking thing? No, this one is more. I mean, yeah, kind of. It's oversaturated. It's not. Okay, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, well, are there are there what just are, many oversaturated colors? <laughs> yes, the levels are also very deep. I feel like they just like discovered Photoshop in the nineties, <laughs> and they were just like, "Oh, what's the saturation, dude?" <laughs> you know what looks really good? Because <laughs> I think they did. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. It's an unfortunate byproduct of that era. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But this movie, uh, we've we've talked about some of the stuff this movie cribs from already. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the thing, invasion of the body snatchers, body snatchers itself, puppet master, uh, alien. When of all people, Casey gets called Sigourney Weaver. Right. <laughs> um, X Files is referenced. John uh, Terminator is like directly yes. pulled off in a couple of spots with John Stewart's name being Edward Furlong and yeah. the opening scene being uh, Robert Patrick. Yeah, not yeah. running like the T one thousand down the hallway. And then well, isn't I was, was going to say just the fact that Robert pa- Robert yeah. Patrick is in the movie. And then also isn't um, Casey's last name Connors also? Yes. So his Casey Connors. Jesus. There's yes. a lot of so Terminator he, he's references. The Connors. Uh, Roland Emmerich <laughs> and Barry Sonnenfeld are mentioned, which covers Men in Black, Stargate, and Independence Day, which all came out within the previous three years of this movie. Okay. I also got a lot of Buffy vibes from this. You know, I've 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 heard that. Okay. Um, I like never watched. The, I've the never watched movie or the show. The show. The show. The show. The show. I never watched Buffy, so I don't know what any of those references would be. Yeah. Was um, the show on at this point? In time? I think it's like it was probably on its third season. Oh. Okay. It's definitely got some Buffy vibes going on. And I had to go back and rewatch this because I never noticed it until I was reading something about it. And you mentioned it uh, when you mentioned Shooter McGavin. That Robert Patrick does the shooter McGavin yeah, point. Yeah, 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 he does. I, I've never noticed that until going back and rewatching it. When he says, <laughs> "Yeah, man," he goes off like Yosemite Sam in the middle of the. Fucking- when he's talking to the coach about the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, for some reason, that never like connected in my head. Well, you know, it's one of these movies that you just have to watch over and over again. It's deep. Palmer doesn't seem to think that this movie is as deep as it is, but I don't think that Rodriguez is the kind of director that would, you know, make a shitty movie like that without having some sort of depth to it. Except for the adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Okay, well, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) We don't talk about that movie. Or Spy Kids 2 and 3. Hey, what's wrong with Spy Kids? I don't know. I've never watched them. Or From Dust Till Dawn. How dare you? (laughs) That's like one of the best movies of all time. But it's not deep. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's super deep. Okay. It's way deep. I did my thesis on that. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. I'm sure, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I've never done a thesis. <laughs> this is this episode has turned into a fucking thesis. <laughs> Jesus, this is gonna be our longest episode we've had in weeks, and it's on this movie. <laughs> you told us to go with no, it. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are going off. People, people are. This is what people tune into. I love this movie. I do too. When is the last time you watched it, though? Within the last twelve months. But, so before this, you watched it within the last twelve months. Yes. Oh my! Probably, think, honestly, probably within the last six. Well, I told you guys I watched it for the first time about like eight months ago. You did mention that. Like, I I know I've watched this movie prior to this week, yeah. this year. Okay, I think it's been at least ten years for me. Holy shit! Really? Mm-hmm. 
Damn. All right. So you know how like you've got it, like everybody's got their movies that like if you're scrolling through channels or whatever, even if it's like halfway but over. When's it on? Where is it on? I've seen this on. Like, I've seen this show up on like HBO. Well, Sam has like previously. that bougie cable that has like 800 channels. Right. So I have HBO and Showtime. Ooh, and Showtime. <laughs> All right, money bags. I have those for the shows that I no longer actually have time to watch because I'm busy watching stuff for this instead. Yes, I remember really liking this movie. And actually, one of our um, someone commented on our Facebook page about how when this movie was popular out around the same time, it was also disturbing behavior with yes. Katie yeah. Holmes. And yeah. I do remember the, they being very similar movies and people being in either the disturbing behavior camp or the um, the faculty camp. And I think that this movie and I actually watched disturbing behavior as soon as I finished watching the faculty. And I actually think that the faculty holds up much better than disturbing behavior does. Although disturbing behavior does have that really great first scene with the blow job. And the the guy talks about how he needs its fluids. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's a little bit more like, uh, not P like, you know, above PG rating. Yeah. Well, I know one of your favorites is in a handful of movies in this era, Devin Sawa. Oh, I love Devin Sawa. Yeah, he had his like teen beat heartthrob thing, and then he went into like early or like late nineties, early two thousands movies, and then he took a little bit of a break. And now, now he's getting he's ready to start our Frontiers <laughs> film. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I cannot wait for that. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna defend uh, Robert Rodriguez just a little bit here. A lot of the stuff that, yeah, I'll, I'll give you credit where credit's due. Uh, From Dusk Till Dawn doesn't mean jack shit. It's just a really good fucking vampire movie. It's yeah, it's two, a fun movie. It's yeah. like two movies in one. <laughs> There's a lot of thought put into this movie. To the point where, like, Principal Drake's name is drawn after the Drake equation. Which true. Dis- specifically is used to estimate how much intelligent life there is in the universe. Yeah, man. Like, it's, it, it's not a mistake. Now... That being said, is it worth spending, uh, who, who was it that directed seven or wrote seven? Oh, I don't know. And like hand wrote all the fucking notes. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Like all, everything that's in that movie is handwritten. Uh, I did not know that. That's his shit. What is his name? Why am I blanking on his name? David Fincher. Oh, right. Is, is this movie worth Robert Rodriguez <laughs> all the effort. and Kevin Williamson putting in? An absurd David Fincher level amount of effort and time. Yes. Alex says yes. Palmer's looking like he just wants to go home. So that's probably a hard pass. I think that's the reason that people still remember this movie. I agree with you. I think it holds. I will 100% say that I think that this movie holds up much better than a lot of the other 90s stuff we've covered on this podcast. It's like if you look at this and then you look at something like I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is, a, in my opinion, a good movie. It's a good popcorn movie. This is a better movie. Yeah, I will agree with that. But then again, I will agree with that about pretty much any movie. When you compare <laughs> it to I Know What You Did Last Summer. So What are you waiting for? All right, Palmer, you, so you said, you said earlier that uh, you, you do like ginger snaps, right? I do like ginger snaps. So I did what, walk away from ginger snaps. Being what would very, you, what would you t- if you had to pick one, what would you take? The faculty or ginger snaps? Ginger, ginger snaps, snaps, 100%. I really, I really no, did I'm like, just saying he yeah. would absolutely pick I that really one. did like Ginger Snaps a lot. <sighs> what about this or Deep Blue Sea? Ooh. Deep Blue Sea. Just because of LL Cool J and Samuel L. Jackson getting eaten? Just because that one fucking that, monologue? That movie. Yeah. yeah, dude, that monologue is fucking... <laughs> Epic. It is amazing. 
<laughs> every I time I see it, I like uh, I always forget what's coming next because I get so drawn <laughs> into the monologue, and then it hits again, and I'm like, oh yeah, he gets that. Yeah, I don't know. He I'm gets a, that. I'm a conundrum, so I'm going to say the faculty. <laughs> Is this? Would I would rank it somewhere before Ginger Snaps, but after Deep Blue Sea, it lays in the middle. Okay. Fair enough. Of those two films, I would like. I said, you're, yeah, I my score will not be as low as you guys think on this. <laughs> One. <laughs> what are we giving it? Well, what are what we are rating, we rating it? What are of? we rating it out of? Um, I was gonna say cherry flavored condoms. Perfect. <laughs> pens full of scat. Scat pens. Because <laughs> I'm a scat pen. I like scat pens more. All right. Um, Palmer, how many scat pens are you giving it? I'm giving it a uh, 2.25. All right. I'm going to give it a 3.25. I'm going to give it a flat three. Okay. That's actually, Sam, lower than I... So, it's not how much you enjoy the movie. It's well, and that, Honestly, no. I've, I've been racking my brain for the last two days trying to figure out like what I would rate this. Because like as much as I enjoy this movie... I see more and more issues with it every time I watch it. The number one, my number one issue at this point, if if the aliens need water to survive mm-hmm. and get dehydrated so easily, mm-hmm. how can the queen alien swim through a highly chlorinated high school pool? Right. And why are they playing sports? That dehydrates you. Yeah. It's weird things like that that kind of bump my score it's down. The, I do still absolutely love this movie, and it is in my top 25 movies to watch just, like, regardless. funsies. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of holes in it. Is your top it. 25 movies to watch for funsies list <laughs> different than your top 25 of all time? Yes. How, if you had to just, just, how much different? Would you say drastically different? I'd probably say that there's may, maybe 10 films that overlap. One of the things I'm proposing to you guys that we talk about on episode 100 okay. is what makes the difference between a fun movie and a oh. good movie. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm all because about I, it. Because we I do talk about I'm this with all the you, time. I'm with you. There, I, if I really pick my movies, I would browsing through TV yeah. stations. If it's on, I'm, I'm going to watch it because it's fun yeah. versus movies that I consider like legitimately amazing. Absolutely. And, I and what the, the differences are. Funsies. Funsies. Yeah. <laughs> Not for fun. For funsies. funsies or goodsies. <laughs> yeah, funsies, funsies or goodsies. Funsies or goodsies. Yeah. Right. I think I think that's one of the things we should we should talk about on that. Absolutely. So you two two five. Two two five. Three two five and mm-hmm. three. So what, yeah, what does that give us? Two point eight three 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 three. Two point eight three 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 three. I think in my opinion it deserves a little bit of a higher score, but that's okay. Yeah. It's a, a higher score than what we collectively gave I Know What You Did Last Summer. What did we give I Know What You Did Last Summer? I don't remember, but it was uh, lower than that. <laughs> lower than that. <laughs> I did, How many I hours at, of spinning in circles screaming? What are you waiting for? <laughs> I looked at it uh, earlier in the week. Okay. Because I was like, there's no way that I can rate this film lower than I Know lower. What You Did Last Summer. No. <laughs> I don't know that there's you, you can rate anything lower than that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this and that actually marries up because IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, and Google users all give the faculty a higher score than they did. I know, I know what you did last summer. summer. Oh yeah, so that course. marries up. You mean uh, Mary Beth Hinkin Jenkins? It yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time for the housekeeping. 
and wraps up our uh, aliens episode. What are we covering next week? What do you guys want to do? Um, it was either invasion of the body snatchers, or it was invasion of the body snatchers is left, or the thing, or the or thing, the thing. both of which tie into this movie pretty fucking nicely. Absolutely. Yep. yep. What are we feeling? The thing. The th- done. All right. Next week we're covering the thing. Uh, I'm sure that's going to be another crowd pleaser. Mm. Although I thought Aliens was going to be a crowd pleaser, but apparently this one's the bigger crowd pleaser than Alien was. So I don't, what the hell do I know? You don't know the demographics of our, apparently. Of our audience. Because apparently. people like their Sigourney Weavers to look a lot more like Frodo. <laughs> what? Yeah, that okay. is a sentence I never thought I'd ever hear in my entire life, but here I am. Appar- yeah, apparently, apparently our listeners like Sigourney Weaver to look a little bit more like Elijah Wood. All right. All right. Sigourney Wood it is. Uh, <laughs> so. That's going to be my... If I, ever, if I ever get into Pornog, that's going to be my Wood. name. Sigourney's Wood. That's going to be my Pornog name. Sigourney Wood. All right. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back next week with a thing. Uh, as always, you can follow the cast on, on pretty much every major social media platform. At this point, we are uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Terra and Podnito. Um, I meant to say we are now on a new podcasting platform. Yes. I can't remember what the name of it is, though, off the top of my head. It wasn't just a podcasting platform, though. It was like a full, like, media radio network thing. Oh, that's right. I I, forgot. I can't remember what it is, and I didn't make a note of it. No. Is it it Zune? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, was it Zune? Uh, Anyways, we're on some new platform. If If you're on it, find us, I guess. That's not, that's not at all <laughs> vague. It sounds very dark and menacing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's on the dark webs. <laughs> uh, you can follow us individually too. I'm Palmer at Sturmsworth. I'm Alex at A Looters. I'm Sam at Sam Heebs. Uh, keep it creepy. I'm gonna say it this week. Hey, fuck yeah! <laughs> we'll Alex catch supports next week. change, I, and Alex she supports change. you. Are you invaded by pod people? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, everybody.